2: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. This is episode 29, and today's date is March 22nd. My name is Gene, and I'm your host, and we will be having a magical ride through all this Disney fun. Uh, We have an awesome show today. We have a bunch of Disney news. We'll be discussing what Disney films and characters need to be represented better in the parks. And uh, also joining us today, WWE legend and fellow Disney nerd, Scotty Tuhati. So stick around for that. And let's also talk about our sponsor. Let's give our our sponsor a shout out. Magical Travels by Brian. They specialize in magical vacations. They can help you book your Disney trip and much, much more. Disney trips all over the world, universal trips, cruises, Caribbean resorts, corporate travel. They can even help you plan your destination wedding, even Disney weddings. So uh, trust me when I say you can trust Brian. He is going to get you the best price. He's going to take away all the stress from planning your trip. And the best part is, Dan, what's the best part of his services? Absolutely free. Absolutely free. So his services cost you zero dollars, and uh, he's gonna basically make sure you have the most awesome trip. It's a no-brainer. Uh, you can have someone completely take all take care of all your vacation needs for completely free. Uh, so for information on tra- Magical Travel by Brian. Go reach out to him by email, and you can reach him by email, and it's brian at magicaltravel.com. And Brian is spelled B-R-I-A-N. Or you can reach him on his phone number, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. And you can also hop on his website,
1: So, If you call him, tell him you're a friend of Emilio Estevez, because he's a huge <laughs> fan of the <laughs> Mighty Ducks.
2: That's that's true. Tell him you know Coach Bombay personally. Maybe <laughs> he'll find you some extra bonus <laughs> discounts. So if you trust me, trust him to get you the best deal on your on your trip. He's really gonna do a great job. And again, it's completely free, so it's a no brainer. I guess let's let's do our Disney Underground roll call. First, we have our besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up, guys?
0: Hi. Hi ho. We missed you guys.
3: Yeah. You yeah have, definitely.
2: You have no idea how much you were missed.
3: Yeah. Aww. Very yeah, much we so. we missed you guys.
2: Very much so. Dan, kind of, but Stephanie, for sure.
0: Thank you. Thank so, you. So nice. So nice. Well, that's what happens when you're nice to people. Oh,
2: yeah, that's, okay. you, you
3: should learn a lesson, Dan.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Stephanie's right. You should listen to her. Thank you. Dan's like the sarcasm with everybody doesn't work. <laughs> that <thought> was charming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then we got from sunny Miami, we got half of Joey and Sam, half of JSA Creations. We have Joey in the house. What's
3: up? Hey, hey. How's everything? Dan and Seth were definitely missed uh, Thank at you. the parks Thank the you. last, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So can't, I'm looking forward to when, we're, when we're all be able to go.
1: It was a great trip. The we did a little thing. trip of our own, just as a side note. Oh, what'd you uh, do? Or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are off at the parks. We went to a park ourselves, Paisley Park, Prince's yeah, Studio Museum which is in Chanhassen, Minnesota here. I used to work there actually for a while, a couple of years right before Prince's death, actually. But I took Stephanie there for a tour for her birthday. And it was pretty unbelievable. They took you in there and you got to um, hear a raw, unmixed Prince track in Prince's studio, just cranked. And then they played it for you mixed afterwards. I mean, it's... It Pretty was, crazy stuff. It
0: was really crazy. It's like he was still there. If anyone is ever in around the Minneapolis area, it's a must-do.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge Prince fan. Awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: So uh the only thing that would have made that trip any better. There's two things it missed, and it was Dan and Steph's, so though that would have yep. made that trip even better.
0: Aww, it was,
1: yeah, it was a great
2: time thank getting you. to hang out with Joey and Sam in, in in the uh, you know, the Flower and Garden Festival. We did a little uh, Hollywood Studios, did a little uh, Disney Springs, but yeah. the only thing it lacked was a little Dan and a little Steph.
1: Yep, thank uh, you. I would have so loved you guys were to share. That yeah. day and some uh, orange bird love with you.
0: I would have loved to share those plantain chips you guys had.
3: Let me tell you something, Gideon's oh. hype is landing. real. The hype is real. Outstanding. In fact, it was funny. We got a. I got a video of Aiden dancing out in front of it. I don't know. if he was saw it yeah. because yeah. of it, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, so no, what did you on. get
0: at Gideon's?
3: Well, for us, cookies and cream, and then yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: the what was it? The ch- uh, peanut butter swirl, which they were only running for like the month. So yeah, it's it was a like specialty a, one. Yeah. Um, which has got the peanut butters, uh, mostly the peanut butter chips with the, the chocolate on the outside. What was the other one? Oh, uh, the pistachio. Well, uh, because oh. we hadn't, we hadn't tried that one, but I do want to try the, I think the coffee cake one. Coffee cake is outstanding. Yeah. I got to <laughs> try that one. Yeah. That one was, I was like, cause we had already gotten ours and I saw it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> So
2: my yeah. favorite is the pistachio chocolate pistachio one. That to me is like, it's so salty and so sweet. And it's like, it's like the best of both worlds. Um, the coffee cake, when you can't, I went to the East end market one at first. And then we actually, when we were with Joey and Sam, we actually hit up the one in the Springs. Right. Um, but the East end market, you can get certain cookies and at the Disney Springs, when you get certain cookies that you can't get at either or, and the Disney Springs one is the, the coffee cake cookie. And that is like, it's, it's heaven, man. It really is. I don't, I, it's a tie between that one and the, and, and the pistachio cookie for me.
3: Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Gene for getting the virtual, uh, getting in virtual line.
0: <laughs> you know, i got
2: that you know i was just sure if we were gonna if we were gonna see joey that time at that night and so when i got i got on it i'm like hey do you guys want to you guys wanna, i got the virtual queue you guys want to just go in with me and we'll just go as one big party and uh so yeah we all went in and and um we got some we got some cookies man how long would it have been if you didn't have that it was like three hours from yeah. when we when they took my info yeah. and so when they give you the text to, to
3: come on back it was about three hours listen the trip was good mm-hmm. and but man like the parks were not bad at all. Disney Springs on the weekend. Slammed. Yeah, I it's just it's you know what it is. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, and you know, when we came in that first night on a Thursday, uh, there's barely anybody there. We went to Blaze, Aiden loves going there, so we went to Blaze Pizza. And you know, the place is empty, but I guess you know what really Disney Springs has become the hangout place, really, and especially in that area. Not for people that are just coming to visit the parks or anything like that. It's literally just a giant, you know, I don't even know what you call it, like a mall.
1: I don't even know what you call it. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of noticed that last year when we were there, that Mm -hmm. it was this weird kind of mall, like younger hang. Mm -hmm. And I noticed at that time that was that stuck out to me as very different from Mm -hmm. the year before. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, I mean, you think about it. You got a ton of restaurants, really good places to eat, ton
3: of different stores. I mean, everything from, you know, the movie theater, bowling alley, Harley Davidson. I mean, Under Armour, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. So, yeah. And it's obviously it's, it's massive. So especially when uh, the weather is good, obviously, you know, you go to World of Disney and they do they do have some some entertainment coming back right now. But it'll be, you know, full blown later. Yeah. Starting like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. It's, you know, pretty packed. Yeah, much more so than Sunday? the parks. Yeah, much more so than the parks. Mm-hmm. Because I think Magic Kingdom, the one night we, when we were with Gene and Jess, we were there, you know, at Epcot most of the day, we bounced over to the Magic Kingdom, just the last few hours that they were open, maybe the last two hours, because you know, they only stay open till like seven now. So it's not like you could stay there till 10, 11, mm-hmm. 12, like you used to. And I think just in that two hour time span, we still hit, I think it was almost seven rides we were able to do because you literally space mountain was like 10 minutes dwarf mine train was like 15 minutes like it was just we didn't yeah we just walked on everything i was like oh this is that's great (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, so the times were really, uh, you know, really short that time. And even if, even when we were at um, Epcot, we were able to hit most of the stuff like uh, Spaceship Earth or, you know, Mission Space, Test Track, a lot of the stuff we were able to just hop right on. So it was it was really good. Yeah,
2: I thought the parks weren't that bad either. I, I was really – and, and again, the springs I felt like were slammed.
3: I feel like Sunday wasn't that bad. Was it Sunday was the day or was that Monday that I saw you guys in springs? Sunday – no, it was Sunday, and it wasn't that bad. The thing with springs is that, especially if you go, you know, in the morning, Morning when they first open, yeah, it's pretty. Young. And then as it gets closer to, you know, the afternoon is when it obviously starts picking up. Yeah. So we even enjoyed, you know, we had lunch. We ended up eating a chicken guy, which is the first time I've had that, which I really liked.
2: I tried as the definitely next a place day. to check out. Yeah, it was okay. pretty good. I, that was the yeah. first time I ever had it. It was the next day I had it um, after you guys. And it is definitely, uh, yeah. They get all the sauces and stuff, and we got the oh pickles. yeah.
3: Pickles. Listen, the loaded, I the loaded mac and cheese is the one I got, which I love mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And then you got bacon with chicken, like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely, definitely. The seasoning on their fries is really good too. Yeah, and their sauces are really good. So it's like a paprika or something like that, mm-hmm. right? I don't know what the heck it was. It was good. It's like
2: little, it was a little season. yeah. And then, and again, whatever they put in their breading for the chicken tenders, man, really, really good, dude. It was really and it yeah. and very affordable. You you think? Oh you yeah. Go there, you you know, and you're not going to spend a lot of money. It's actually pretty.
3: It's a very reasonable price for it is a
2: guy for every venue, you know.
3: Yeah, and I don't know if you saw, and I'm sure I don't know if it was the same day, same way, but when we were there Sunday, there was just a steady line, <laughs> just continued. Yeah. It was like a revolving door in that place.
2: Yeah, but they keep it moving pretty quick for. Oh yeah,
3: the, yeah, they're the quick months, with so. that stuff. They got it down, definitely. Definitely. So, definitely. so it was good. Definitely, Dan and for something you guys should check out when you come? Yeah, right. we plan on it. Definitely.
1: Yeah, big fans
2: is. I got some big news, guys. Guess what? June yeah, 1st. News or I will be a Disney local officially. We can let the cat out of the bag. I will officially be a Disney local June 1st. <gasps> No kidding. Yeah. New York is getting rid of him. There you go. (laughs) They've had enough. And they said, listen, we think we should let you. time to go.
3: He's out of there. So there you go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Congrats uh, on that. Actually. I I mean, I can't lie. Obviously, I know this has been talked about for a bit, but now that it's now that I guess it's official and you're you're actually coming and obviously you already know where you're going. No.
2: Yeah. I know where I know where I'll be. I will be in Winter Garden for the most part for a year. And then the following year, um, you know, then the the rest of the fam is going to kind of follow me down and we'll find our our forever place. Um, So the first year I will be pretty lonely. I'll be definitely making a ton of trips to uh, Miami. Joey and Sam are going to definitely get sick of seeing me.
0: How <laughs> close is your new place to the other Gideon's location? Because isn't that in Wintergarden? No,
2: he's in Winter Park. East End oh, Market's in Winter, Winter Park. Park. But its I don't think it's that far. I'm actually, where I'll be staying is actually about 10 minutes from, from Animal Kingdom. It's like, if I just go east... 10 minutes it's animal kingdoms right okay. there from oh wow and from what i understand i've I, again i've never i haven't been to the actual place i'll be staying yet. yet but the person that that i'm renting from said that i can actually see when they do have fireworks at animal kingdom i can actually see fireworks from animal kingdom from like the front yard so that's pretty cool
0: that's so that's cool.
2: awesome so that'll be fun, and uh, yeah. So I, I will be a Disney local. Um, I will be bothering Joey and Sam all the time, knocking on their saying, "What's for dinner?" And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't answer. So, but yeah. So I just want to make the announcement. I will be a Disney local. So um, I can get wait.
3: more more uh, content from the park itself.
2: We'll be doing that. We'll be yeah. we got and again this summer, man. We got a lot of stuff planned for this summer too. We're gonna to be doing the, hopefully the YouTube by then, and we have a couple of different things we we have planned to program once we once we get there. That I won't talk about just yet because it's still really premature. But some stuff that we might be doing with a couple of other podcasts, and we have a couple of other programming things that we're gonna probably put into effect too by by July. I'm hoping. But once that move hits, then yeah, we'll, we can start focusing on a lot of other things and and some um some new and exciting things. That Sounds cool. good. It'll be
3: fun. Let's, it'll be, uh, you won't have to do that. How, how many hours is it? The drive? <laughs> how many hours? is that? 18. So like, you know, you. I could never do that. I only have to do it one more time. And that's it. Just one more time. Well, listen, I drive down when you're coming down. At least you already know, like the drive would be a little bit more bearable, I guess, because you know that you're making the actual move and not just, all right. In like four or five days, I got to right. <laughs> turn around yeah. and drive back.
2: That's always the scariest part yeah. is like, oh. Gotta go back and there's nothing to look forward to at that point. But um yeah. and then the next step is to get Dan and Stephanie to follow me down. That's the next, that's the goal. That's the next goal.
0: Mine too. So,
2: whenever so, those bunk beds get
1: installed,
0: I guess we'll
2: be <laughs> I'll buy them day one if that's what that means. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, I don't think so. I said I think Dan
1: and Stephanie love Minneapolis, yeah. no, especially the winter.
0: Oh uh, well
1: I will say it's finally warmer here, it's finally in the 50s. So thank 50s. gosh. Yeah. We just recently had a ton of snow. My parents, mm-hmm. uh, who live in Mankato, which is like an hour and a half from here, they got over. It was almost like nine inches. Seventy-four. Sorry,
3: yeah. just had to put yeah. that out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: but let's get into some Disney news, guys. Yeah. All right. We got a ton of stuff. We haven't done Disney news in in weeks. It feels like. And you know, some spoiler alerts. There's some big news about Disneyland coming up that we'll be talking about. Yeah. And just a, a ton of really um, awesome news. So. Yeah um let's get into it, it let's let's head over to uh to dan first dan what you got in the news today
1: all right well the main street Confectionery in the magic kingdom will be closed down for a lengthy refurbishment on march 29th 2021 according to the disney refurbishment calendar the confectionery will be undergoing the refurbishment at least through may 29th 2021 pretty lengthy one Stephanie. Yes. Oh, I'm sure you'll be so happy about this. We also know that the chapeau, which can only be entered from inside the confectionery shop, will also be closing for refurbishment as of March 27th. While the chapeau, as Stephanie always oh,
0: you can enter it from the side is
1: closed you will still be able to get your hats <laughs> embroidered at fantasy fair in Fantasyland. well they got to refurb this stuff sometime <laughs> yeah. What? yeah and i mean why? i wonder what I, they're gonna be totally I doing in there it is yeah a i don't pretty know big chunk of that's time. Like
0: a long time and that is a popular spot it's not just me that loves it
1: oh i know i like it. very popular yeah no,
3: you're right. I don't know. Uh, it seems to be that they're, aside from all the other stuff that's going on, they're starting to do, all, you know, because I know they want to get a lot of this done for the 50th. And Yeah. Right. Yeah. And obviously a lot of stuff is going to be not going to make that, at least not for the opening of it, which I think is October. October 1st, um, I think. And right? I know, yeah. And yeah. I know that it runs 18 months. So obviously mm-hmm. they got time but they're like going over everything.
2: Well, you know it makes sense too. They don't want to they're definitely not going to want to put everything out there October 1st. They want to have stuff come out in cycles. They want to have reasons to come out again and again. So if you catch it October 1st, you're going to want to come back, you know, maybe February 1st because right. they're going to be doing something else for the big the big uh, 50th. So I got to imagine that's got to be a big portion of it too. But you know what also with that stuff about that place? Let me ask you a question. What? Oh, here we go. What, what is the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Uh-
0: I don't know.
2: One you see in a while, the other you're going to see later.
0: Oh.
1: I love how he's so proud of this one. He kind of did the <laughs> the side look away from the camera. And he's like, oh, yeah. No one can see it yeah. at home, but
0: zing. Oh, it, was
2: it was like bad. Jordan hitting that free throw with his eyes closed. That was that good, I thought.
0: Like. Wow. You
3: know, it's funny too. I, I had to resist the urge to actually give you the actual scientific fact of what the difference was because I wanted to tell you.
2: <laughs> well, no, I think that is the scientific difference is when you see in a, a late, you know, later and when you see in a while. Isn't that? I think it's scientific.
3: Oh. i going to have to disagree with you on that one, but <laughs> that, that was it's not okay. one of your best.
2: Oh, he thinks it is. I thought oh, it was holy. fabulous. He's like, he's like, that's a diamond. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, <laughs> a- I thought it was gold. Yeah. <laughs>
3: No, uh, you know,
2: you know, I expect that's the,
3: pushing not, it. <laughs>
1: I expect that kind of review from Dan Stephanie, not from you. That is, that is true. I like how Steph's never prepared for him, she can't see these jokes coming. <laughs> I know, what? Wait, where's, I the, what? I mean, where's the card?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah it's
1: actually not one on a card. That one I actually
2: uh, got from a friend and I loved it, so I had to use it.
0: Oh, you loved Man, it,
2: Steph. You didn't get
1: a card. That's
0: okay. <laughs> I didn't get a card. Are you saying you memorized
1: that one. you meant? Memorized it, thanks, stuff That was my whole. Oh,
0: it was oh, sweet. Shoot. Delivered
1: God. line. <laughs> here oh, and.
0: Oh, sorry, she
1: stole yeah. your joke, Dan. But he, he memorized it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I tell you what, it sounded a lot say, better yeah? coming from from Steph. Anyway, it doesn't hurt as much when when it's Stephanie that's making fun of me, because when she's teasing me, she's doing it from
3: a place of love, not to hurt. me. And sometimes she doesn't even know she's making funny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
0: You want to deliver it again?
3: No, no I think on. no. Yeah, that that, that that ship sailed.
2: Yeah, that ship sailed. Just like just like the life of uh, the country bears.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my
3: god. I gotta take a picture of it and send it to Dan every time.
0: <laughs> Please it do. Just... It never gets old.
3: Oh, of yeah. what? Take a picture of what? Nothing. Oh, the the country bear sign. This time oh, it was at night. Oh, this time oh. it was at night. It's got a magical look to it, right? And hey, get as many pictures as you can because you're not gonna be able to get them for long.
1: <laughs> I've heard some rumors. Those rumblings. Well, if you were many. One of the many people like Gene that were upset about the cancellation of Disneyland Resort's extravaganza (laughs) last year. Then we have some good news for you. We will once again be able to participate in the scavenger hunt to find the Disney character themed eggs. But this year, all the eggs will be hidden in downtown Disney. Guests can pick up their game boards and stickers at select merchandise locations for $7.99. As guests discover the hidden eggs, they put the sticker on their game boards for it. When you find them all, you can return your game boards to World of Disney or Disney's pin traders to collect a special prize, which is one of six collectible eggs. Happy hunting. I guess. a good price, I thought. I mean, yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. so I guess they they, yep. they put the eggs wherever they're going to put them. And then as you walk around, when you find them, you sticker your board where you found them. Obviously, you're not picking them up, I'm assuming. Right. Yeah, right. I would imagine yeah. that's probably what it's like. Can you imagine they would have to keep putting them
1: down? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> put it back. <laughs> hey, Jerry, get over here. We need you to put those eggs out again. <laughs> All right, Stephanie. Yeah. Walt Disney World has announced that the Fort Wilderness Campgrounds will be offering <gasps> a 20% discount that is available for most nights from April 11th through May 27th, 2021. Reservations are required to take advantage of this offer, and the promotion only includes campsites, oh. but not the cabins at Fort Wilderness. I don't know if that's Wait. a total rip roaring.
0: Yeah. That's that's <laughs> it,
1: it's a, li- yeah. But hey, it is a discount.
0: But, but they're a, already like ten dollars or something to purchase
3: more than ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think they're more than ten. But yes, but you I know get hey, where you're coming it's from. It's a
2: good reason and a good excuse to mention our sponsor again, Brian, Magical Travels by Brian. Yes. He'll be able to get you guys that discount if you if anybody wants to book that. So again, if you if that sounds like an entertaining op- offer for you, reach out to, to Magical Travels by Brian and and uh, have him book something for you. Yeah, the cabins would have been cool though. You're
1: right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Huh? This one is one I've been excited about for a while. And here's some more information on the highly anticipated animated series of Monsters at Work that will be coming to Disney Plus has announced a couple new cast members. Mindy Kaling will be the voicing the role of Val Little, who is an enthusiastic member of the Monsters, Inc. Facilities team. Monsters at Work will be available on Disney Plus starting on Friday, July 2nd. This is going to be a big show. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Big names. Big yeah. You know.
2: And we, and, yeah. we, and we didn't even mention in that story, you got John Goodman and Billy Crystal.
3: Yep. Roles, so I was going to say, as long as I prize in the roles um, and obviously Monsters Inc. I love that. Love that franchise
1: okay this is kind of an oddball news item that i came across that is pretty cool recently a little boy named hagen left his bud buzz Lightyear toy on a southwest airlines however the beloved toy story toy managed to find his way home thanks to a ramp agent who delivered quite a space mission of his own the little boy and his family had landed at dallas lovefield and then driven off when they realized hagen's special buddy was left behind on the plane by the time they noticed they had already taken off for their next destination eventually the plane they had been on previously made it to little rock where it was scheduled to shut down for the night that's where jason a ramp agent at lit noticed Hagen's left behind space ranger buddy jason knew someone must be missing their friend left behind so he began some investigating to see if he could track down who he belonged to a name written on the bottom of the toys boot caught Jason's eye Hagen odd with the whole Woody's name, you know, the bottom of the boot. After more digging, Jason learned there was only one Hagen who had been on that plane that day. Quickly. Jason came up with a plan. A few days later, Hagen and his family received quite the special surprise in the mail. Not only had Buzz been returned, but he arrived in a hand decorated box complete with a letter revealing his mission <laughs> at Southwest Airlines and printed pictures included. Ashley Hagen's mom had this to say, there's definitely not enough good in the world. And for someone to take the time out of their day to do that for strangers means the world to us. Now, here's the letter. And it was all written kind of spacey, the Buzz Lightyear-like font, handwritten. This is what it said. It said, "To, to, to Commander Hagen, I am very excited to return to you upon completing my mission. I was able to explore the airport and spaceport in Little Rock, Arkansas, while I was away and have included photos of my adventure. My journey has taught me a lot, but I am so thankful to return to my buddy, to infinity and beyond. Your buddy Buzz Lightyear, Space mm-hmm. Ranger. And the photos were all like really cool, taken by uh, on the runway by the That's plane. awesome. So cool to come across such really a cool. good feeling story. Yeah, that is Definitely. neat. Mm-hmm. So, Especially um, this guy took the time. That's cool.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, totally. You know, I used to have a cat named Hagen. I did. Really? Yeah. We named him after Tom Hagen from The Godfather. Oh because he was a stray that we took in and tom hagan was a great a, name almost kid
0: that.
3: very interesting uh,
2: yeah. and it's an awesome story that's a cool story to find dan i, I really yeah. I really enjoyed that story yeah you hear it's stuff like that you just don't it's yeah because who does that i mean that's really just
0: right besides a disney cast member who does that
2: yeah yeah <laughs> and this isn't this is a guy that, that works for an airline that it's not like the airline was doing it this is a guy that did it out right. of his yeah. own goodness of his own heart it was <laughs> thankfully it, was really it got a nice little story. traction where you could read about it yeah because <laughs> those things are the things that just you never hear about yeah, yeah.
0: very heartwarming.
2: well
1: stuff would you got
0: well nothing as like heartwarming as you had but i've got big oscar announcements oh the walt disney company has earned 15 nominations for the 91st academy awards disney plus has received its first oscar nomination since the launch of the streaming service in 2019 the list of nominations is for best motion picture nomadland also giving us best actress in a leading role is Francis McDormand for No Man Land and Best Actress: Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Best Animated Feature: Soul and Onward. And I know where my vote is going on that one. Just right? Am I alone in that? I don't know. Best.
1: I like them both. That's a tough vote for me. I
0: probably. I think you're. Know.
1: I think we are kind of probably.
0: I think. I think we're in the minority. No,
2: I might go Onward. You guys are Onward, right? Yeah. yeah. I, might, Just, I might. I might like, go Onward. I like too. Onward. I, I, like like the the, the, I love them both, but I think I. I think Onward has that slight edge
3: on me.
0: But I, I think Soul is going to win. Right?
3: It might. Both were fabulous, I thought. Yeah. yeah. They're,
0: well, yeah. The
3: stories behind them are really, really so good. good.
0: For best animated short film, we've got Burrow. And that's it.
1: Wow. <laughs> now, this is when Gene goes, I had a cat named Burrow once. <laughs> that's true. I used to feed Burrows, you know. You know, <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what the difference, I think,
2: between Soul and Onward? I think Onward was more for children, and I think Soul was more for, for grownups. Okay. So I feel like it's. No. I, I could see kids being a little bit bored of it, like not having as much, finding it as entertaining. Oh, no question. Onward. onward, I felt was more built for kids, and I felt like Soul was more built for, like, either the older child or grown-ups. Mm-hmm. I mean, both had their sad parts, but I thought Soul was a very Soul nice, had Soul had, yeah. And then it had, like, a nice kind of ending and everything, but it was, like, the whole time you're watching it, it was very sad, not in a depressing way, but just... I liked it a lot. Again, I think one was, like I said, I just think one was built more for more of a grown-up state of mind and the other one was more childlike. But I think think if I was to vote on, if I had a, a, I'd probably go, I agree, I'd probably go onward
1: just... As a slight edge. Because at least in onward, even though you're designing obviously a little more for kids with that, there is that adult edge humor in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's usually the beauty of of Pixar movies, is it's a it's a really good combination. That's why mm-hmm. so many adults love it, I think. You know? <laughs>
0: well, I've got some exciting news. Principal photography has begun on the live action film Peter Pan and Wendy. The film will star Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan, Ever Anderson as Wendy and Jude Law as Captain Hook. Hello. This film is being directed <laughs> by David Lowry, who also directed Pete's Dragon in 2016. Peter Pan and Wendy will premiere on Disney Plus in 2022. How awesome is Jude Law Man, they and are, as Captain Hook? They they
1: Disney was out so of sick of hearing... Stephanie's comments about these remakes and stuff. So they threw threw law in there to make sure she was okay. They are cranking out some, some films, man.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Right. I can't keep. I mean,
3: listen, the service, I think they just said the service just hit a hundred million subscribers and they're loading it with stuff constantly. So yeah. All right.
1: What else?
0: One thing I love, Dan. Do you know do you know what that is? Do you know what, what I love in life so much? So, Classic Disney attractions. So oh, I Oh,
1: first I've heard of this. Well so
0: I don't like these news items I've got coming up. Uh oh. <laughs> but here you go. As we know, the haunted mansion at Disneyland Park was undergoing a major facelift, which, okay, I got to say what was wrong with it in the first place, but that's, I just said it, now I'm moving on, just before the parks closed in March of 2020. But just recently, Disney has announced that the, in quotes, new magic they were working on for the attraction will debut when Disneyland reopens on April 30th, 2021. No details have been given about what this new Haunted Mansion magic might include if it ain't broke well don't fix it y'all
1: well first of all the major the major refurb here could be on a lot of things within the outside of the building i mean there's a huge scrim up there which looks super cool i I gotta say but yeah i am i am with you i'm a little nervous however as i always have to calm stephanie down on this kind of stuff I try to reassure, hopefully they're using current technology that they've used like for mind train and things like that to, and ma- for to the hat
0: box, to come right. up with
1: really cool things to, to maybe do that.
0: I'm, I'm hoping it goes like when they put the hat box ghost in there, it was all yeah. the new technology. And I do have to admit, he looked a little out of place because he looked so much newer than everything else. His yeah. technology was different. So I'm hoping that they're just going to like, you know, redo the bride or something, you know, that like. <laughs> how they did in disney world and i think it was oh five or something you know when they you know they've done the bride several times so i am hoping that that is all this is And I, if they touch that hat box ghost i'm gonna scream i'm gonna
1: <laughs> well i think it's gonna be something Because why even throw that out there? Exactly. You know, because people are going nuts right now. All they said is new magic. They don't give any details whatsoever.
0: we don't want new magic.
1: And everyone's going to be going to the park anyway because it's opening again. True. So I just feel like it's got to be something, hopefully, pretty cool.
0: Oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah, or or maybe it's really cool.
1: Every a lot of people also are commenting. They're wondering what they're going to do about the stretching room. Because leave it alone. Well, what would they what else would they do it? Like what? <laughs> because of well, because Disney World, you just walk through it. They're, yeah. because oh, of social distancing. Yeah. Well, this Disney one they have Land to is is an elevator. Yeah, so they you have to take it down.
0: So, moving on to my other favorite <laughs> attraction, Disneyland has announced that the Snow White's Enchanted Wish attraction
1: <laughs> Can you even say which, that? Wish? Well,
0: no, I can't. Which will open on April 30th, along with the reopening of Disneyland Parks. The attraction, previously known as the greatest name ever, Snow White Scary Adventure, <laughs> will now hold brand new effects, including state-of-the-art audio and visual technology, including music, LED black lighting, laser projections, smell and a new animation system.
1: So okay. One thing that makes me slightly nervous about this is the black lighting. I hope Yeah, because if you get a little crazy, you could look all neon y, like, which yep, is I you nah. know guys, I absolutely hate that look. I think it's looks cheap. I think it's cheap. Like the overlay with Nightmare on Haunted Mansion. They use that all over the place, which is a whole nother
0: it's so ugly issue.
1: But it's just not good. And I'm just uh that worries me. Otherwise otherwise could be good
0: yeah and and I'm you know I of course I'm like milking it a little bit it's like yeah I do understand that some of these be updated a little bit but just don't change the heart
1: of it okay well one point is I hope they do not take out the evil queen oh, in I the window talk about that however oh. a positive stephanie is that they didn't get rid of it they yeah they're yes they're enhancing it they're making it yeah. new yeah, and I can see why they would. There would be no reason to remove the queen. I mean, she's part of the story. Yeah. But the reimagining of this ride, who I, I hope so too. It's a really, really cool snippet of that attraction. And it is so cool. I love when I come by and Stephanie's just standing in front of it looking at it for <laughs> she could look all day. Uh, a half
0: hour, I think was my yeah. I love it. So That's I cool. hope they don't change that.
2: So uh, thank you for the news, Dan and Steph. When we kick it over to Joey, what do you got?
3: All right. So if you're a Star Wars fan, yes. Uh, then you're probably also in love with the adorable native inhabitants of the forest, and moon of Endor, which everybody knows we're talking about Ewoks here. So uh, Disney Plus will be bringing in the lesser known Star Wars films about the Ewoks to their streaming service on April 2nd. Uh, Disney Plus will have Caravan of Courage. An Ewok Adventure, which was, uh, I guess, produced in 1984, and its sequel, Ewoks, The Battle of Endor, uh, 1985. They will also be streaming both seasons of the animated series, uh, Star Wars Ewoks. I've seen none of these, so I don't know. Have any of you guys seen any of these? I did. I've never seen this, the, the animated series. I've seen the other two, and if I remember
2: correctly, they're god-awful. Well, it's probably why I've never seen them. <laughs>
3: yeah, I didn't even
2: know, know they existed. The special, I, yeah. right? I, I think it was like, uh, I think they would put it on like during like the holiday season. Um, I never, I didn't even know there was an animated Ewok series. So I didn't either. Um,
1: but yeah, the other ones I remember, unfortunately... <laughs> Yeah. I feel they dropped the ball on the Ewoks. I'm a I'm a really? big fan of the Ewoks. I think they could do something in the park with the Ewoks. Well, they were great in Return of the Jedi. And it would yeah. be nice yeah. to see them. If you had them around the park, that'd be cool. Or even like, they don't even have any
3: animatronic Ewoks. but right? don't. No.
2: Is- even if you can't get like anybody in an Ewok mm-hmm. costume, I, I'm surprised that they ever really capitalized on Ewoks. Even with Disney Plus, that would be a series that would work. Have something yeah. on Endor with with just like kind of focusing on the Ewoks. I mean, everybody went nuts
3: over over baby Yoda. Could you, he walks in just as cute, man. I like know. You, well, you look at look at stars. Uh, look at uh, for example, what you're saying, look at Star Tours at Hollywood Studios right outside. You've got the the ad act literally out in front. In I guess it's supposed to you know simulate the tall trees and stuff that were on Endor in obviously Return of the Jedi. You could have they could have put some Ewoks up in the trees or something. I don't, you know, and I
2: that's what, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. built that that section of obviously it's not in Galaxy's Edge, it's oh, right edges, the but it, they they have that that part right in front of. Star Tours to look yes. like you're an Endor. You're standing under the trees. You can see like looks like a little fort up there. And you, you know. I'm surprised that, that there's no representation of the Ewoks though. Not even just there, but in general, like not represented. Agreed. At all. And that would be a perfect spot. Yeah, that's
3: the spot. Really, I mean, it's yeah. Endor, so
1: it seems like a kid slam dunk, right? It does. Yeah. yeah.
3: All right. So uh, according to the Disneyland website, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. Ooh, spa,
1: yeah.
3: yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll reopen. I know how that was snuck in there. Um, <laughs> we'll reopen on April 29th, obviously coinciding with you know the, the reopening of, of Disneyland itself. The Disney Vacation Club Villas at the resort are planning to uh, reopen on May 2nd. I guess that's uh the villas and obviously the hotel and spa are completely different. So I haven't stayed at any of these. I don't know if you guys have. No. They sound nice. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I haven't either. But hey, listen, you know, especially good for Disneyland, though, obviously stuff's starting. They they have dates and they're starting to open again. So mm-hmm. that's really good, especially since, you know, World's been open now for a year, like a year. So yeah. since... Yeah. You know, the other one. I know I um,
2: love Grand, the Grand Californian that, that they're out that way. A lot of people love it. So I've never stayed there. I'm kind of, I would love to be able to stay there. A lot of people right. like it.
1: So I've okay. stayed
0: at the Disneyland hotel and that was pretty spectacular. I got to say cool. Okay, classic, you know, but
1: we also yeah, stayed at a, a hotel that had a cat that we named Craig that would just <laughs> sit outside and wait for people to give it like breakfast ham and stuff. Oh, well, I definitely would have fed that cat. I know. know.
0: Oh oh know. yes. Yes, you would have. I mean, yeah. But yeah, the <laughs> the California the, yeah, that I wanna stay there so badly. But
2: I know I know a bunch of people that say that that's their favorite Disney hotel, the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. So oh. I, 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 I too. so I would definitely love to try it.
3: All right. And uh next, we got the legacy pass holders uh, can now get a signed print of the Ryan the Last Dragon mural that was designed by Imagineer Zhao King Chen. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh That debuted in downtown Disney earlier this month. So if you're a legacy pass holder, then all you have to do to get your free lithograph signed by King is take a photo with the mural, present your photo and your legacy pass holder or passport to the stand next to the mural by the way I saw uh we did see uh, have you guys seen Ryan the last dragon yet no I have not oh, yet. yet just with the everything going on I have not, not really a really good
2: it is it good is good. it is it yeah. worth is it worth paying the extra couple of bucks for it to watch I it now so. and wait it is pixel so. bucks. Yeah. well I don't was it 30. Like, 30 bucks. Is it worth it then? I, I
1: thought so.
3: Okay. I didn't really? we didn't see it. I, well, I didn't see it. I mean, think about it. If we obviously would have went to the theater, it would have been more than that. See, that's but you know,
1: with that whole premium, it's like it makes so much sense for families, but when you get to be a single person or a couple, it Agreed. It
2: you know, and this probably would have been this would have been a movie theater film, right? This wouldn't have been a
3: Yeah, and and honestly, like I said, what I mean by that is you pay the 30 bucks, we see the, you know, we see the film, I didn't at the end say, "Man, I wasted my money." Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. It was good. It, it was enjoyable.
1: I have a good so, feeling that I'm going to like this one. I, I just I like the look a lot.
3: The art direction is really good. Um, I, obviously the animation
1: is outstanding.
2: But. I I felt like I wasted my money on Mulan. I wasn't that It was good, but I was like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. yeah, it wasn't worth $30. I could have waited. Could have waited on that one. Yeah. I think, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I could have waited on
2: that. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I enjoyed it, but like if I could have just waited two months, I, I didn't miss anything. It was right. good, but it wasn't like, I like the, like to be honest, i just, I like the animated version better. And I think, you know, as part of it was the expectation of what was supposed to be like mind blowing that yeah. I think, you know, and that's maybe what it was. Maybe my expectations were so high that, when I finally saw it, no matter how good it was, I might have still been like,
3: meh, just because I expected it to be so much better. Sometimes things are hard to live up to the hype. Yeah. No matter yeah, how, I how think good the it buzz is.
1: definitely helped that premium price. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. it was really pretty high. Well, I agree. Cool. So next, we've got the uh, Walt Disney World annual pass
3: holders can now buy. One day tickets for Disney water parks uh, for a discounted price of $49, $49 plus tax, which is 25, uh, 20, uh, $20 off for adult tickets and $10 off for children's tickets. So the discount is available for the annual pass holder and up to three guests. But the tickets must be used by December 31st, uh, 2021. Yeah, I guess now, you know, they're going to start phasing in the water parks, especially with obviously summer coming and, you know, starting to get a lot, uh, lot hotter here in, in Florida. And I guess, you know, with the success of World for the you know for the last several months or you know yeah. qu- you know three quarters of a year i guess they figure they've probably got a plan in place for that so i guess we'll see and i know we talked about this on a previous show regarding the water and the masks yeah. and, mm-hmm. and that type of stuff it's still going to be a little odd
1: to me but do you feel like that's why they Probably pushed out with this promotion.
3: I, I think so. At least
1: in, in my opinion, discount. I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, no, no it's yeah. a great discount. Now, listen, yeah, it is.
1: that's a Especially super
3: if cheap you're price for your family. Once again, you yeah. know, it's super cheap price for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I would have to, for me, I would do a wait and see and kind of see how they're actually doing this. Most of the time there, you're probably not going to be wearing a mask because of the way it is. So I don't know unless they're coming up some kind of new water masks or something. <laughs>
2: that's what I mean. Because like, basically, otherwise, you're like waterboarding yourself. So like how do, pretty much. How do you handle wearing a mask with water, right? So I mean, that's, I mean let's be honest. But
3: I'll tell you what, I don't know. Hopefully with like the vaccines, they're cranking out the vaccines. Okay, next we got a new feature for Walt Disney World's Photo Pass. Uh, it's being tested, which will make it easier to keep track of your on-ride photos. Thank God, because let me tell you, I always have gripes about the <laughs> the damn Photo Pass system and the way that they you're getting other families and not yeah. getting it like for days. Sometimes we get back a week later, then we get them. It's ridiculous.
0: I do love um, getting other families' photos, though.
3: Gosh, I love but it. It is. It is kind of funny. Because, I love you know, it. You're You know, but listen, apparently the new feature will allow attraction photos to be linked to your My Disney Experience account automatically through the Bluetooth on the mobile device. Now, I thought they were already automatically. I'm not sure what they mean about this, so I'm not really understanding that because I thought it automatically did this anyway. However, if they're saying this, I guess it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, This new feature is only in pilot right now and is being uh, tested specifically for tower terror and rock and roller coaster at the moment. So I guess we'll see, but I don't, uh, like I said, I don't really understand what they mean by that because it yeah. was already
1: automatically. Yeah. So I, th- I
2: miss, unless they're talking about something new that we're not really understanding. Cause I, I thought the same thing. I thought that was already kind of
1: established. I don't know, man. I do have a gripe about the photo pass. Another Uh-oh. Dan gripe. Go ahead. Gripe on Dan. Gripe on. Oh, go ahead. Well, I like it.
0: Gripe on. I know
1: for a lot of people, it's it's a high sticker price you know, for a lot of people, but it is cool to have. And when you do get it, you know, it's such a nice advantage. However, there's not a ton of pictures really that are being taken if you're not going on rides, which seems like, you know, like one day that that picture that we posted with me with the Sammy hat from Country Bears and Stephanie, and we were just on Main Street and a photographer saw my hat and just kind of pointed at me and took some pictures of us, which went on there.
0: I think if he saw me, I was and, like,
1: yeah, okay. <laughs> but that kind of opportunity is the greatest, and we like, bought
0: those pictures.
1: We did buy it, yeah, but because we weren't. We didn't have the photo pass, actually. But I wish there was more of that kind of stuff, not just on the rides. Like, more like in the moment, kind of capturing moments. Not just, like,
2: just, not just pose for, you know, and put your hand out and put a little orange bird in your hand. But, like, actually, like, catch someone. It wouldn't be big if they got no one that they've taken a picture of. Why not take a few pictures? It's going to automatically go to their bracelet anyway, their magic band anyway. And at that point, maybe they decide, oh, I want this picture. Maybe it looks cool because I'm walking towards the castle and the sun catches it in
1: such a a way. Yeah, I wish there's some more roamers you know Romers. because i don't i don't want my picture we don't like the castle picture so much you know it's it's a cool thing because a oh, little generic it, but i wish there was some roamers around like I, i'm all about the roaming with the characters mm-hmm. like those weird opportunities you never know when you're gonna <gasps> find yeah. one and it would produce a lot of different kind of pictures
0: i agree we even yeah. asked one of the photographers to take our picture by the shooting gallery one year because we're yeah. like is that even allowed and he was like, Yeah, fine. Yeah, and, I and that's thought, one
1: we we frame too.
0: Yeah. And I just said, how come more people don't, don't do this? Here's
1: because here's the they issue. Offer it? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that you get to take your pictures, not so good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you're, you're right. They're not centered. Cool. Yeah. I know.
0: You gotta wait till the Gen Z walks by and, and then they're always
1: fun. like, How was how is it? Is it good? And you're like, Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. <laughs> Have you
2: ever guys ever gotten like your photos taken in front of like say like country bears and stuff? Here we go. I'm just thinking that be a good memento when it's not. A- <laughs> Joey, did I tell you when I uh I texted Dan about picketing in front of um in front of the Country Bears? He's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Oh, I'm heading over to the Country Bears. We're gonna we're, we're gonna picket in front of the Country Bears, so shut it down." Do you know what he said? He said he's calling in. What did you say, Dan, about my flying fish? You're gonna call in health code violations to the, high- yeah. the flying fish.
1: <laughs> Touche, Dan. Touche. Oh my god. because yeah, you were like, we're gonna go. Over there and start picketing to see if we can get that thing shut down once <laughs> and for all.
0: <laughs> and what did you say?
1: I said that I was gonna call in health violations so the flying fish would close, dude. Uh, it was, it was an awesome comeback.
3: The, you could set off all the uh fire alarm sprinklers over at the uh, the <laughs> yeah. boardwalk while someone's staying <laughs> there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't let no damn what I'm I can't let this I'm
3: crap. <laughs> He like opens up a can he's got a little little container with uh, like four four thousand crickets.
1: <laughs> of- I don't know what
2: I would do if it wasn't for the boardwalk, man. <laughs> oh Jesus. Well, yeah.
0: you print up a fake inspection fail <laughs> code ECO one four five nine eight nine two.
2: Make it. Look I'd love good. to see you go as a health code violate a violator, or a health code inspector, but as Doctor Stephen Brule.
0: Oh yes,
2: that would be fun.
0: Oh yeah. God! So Joey, guys, Yep. Oh,
2: yeah. That's what we're here for. So, Joe, (laughs) thank you so much for the Disney news. Let me get into my news. I got some stuff now to read. There's finally some good news about the reopening of Disneyland's park and Disney's California Adventure. Bob Chapik, let's cue the booze. I'm not a Chapik guy, has announced that Disney is planning on fully reopening both parks on April 30th. The Disney CEO put out a statement saying while last week's announcement stated that theme parks may open uh, starting April 1st, the fact is it will take some time to get them ready for our guests. Disney also announced that Marvel Adventures Campus will not be opening alongside the reopening of Disney's California Adventure in late April. Bob Chapek said the Avengers Campus would debut later in 2021. So he didn't really give a date, just uh, it'll be coming up later. And then also, even though that the Disney parks will be opening on April 30th, many of the dining options will not be opened. So due to California's indoor dining restrictions, only dining locations with outdoor seating may reopen. So far, Disneyland Park will have Riverbell Terrace. Plaza in opening and Disney's California Adventure has Carthay Circle Lounge and Lamplight Lounge opening. So, um, some good news coming up with uh, Disneyland. Uh, also, Disneyland has announced that they will invite cast members and members of the local community to be in the first to be the first theme park guests after more than a year of closure Disneyland has not announced what dates the early preview will be held but we will keep a lookout for more information
1: that's cool mm-hmm.
0: yeah
2: also Disneyland Resort has announced that they will be implementing a new theme park reservation system when they reopen on April 30th. Disneyland will use the new system to manage attendance and to stay in compliance with governmental requirements for opening in order to be able to enter the park guests ages three and up must have both a park reservation a valid admission for same park and on the same date Uh, theme park reservations will be limited to subject available or limited and subject to availability according to state guidelines only california residents may visit the park until further
1: notice Wonder how long that's gonna go
2: yeah you know i i uh, I spoke to a couple of um guys i knew out that cheesy pop uh, just the other day and I was asking him about it and uh, you know he's hoping to get there right in the beginning if he can and uh, but he, even he was saying, like you know there's like no no real word on when they might not even know maybe Disney doesn't even know when the, the timeline is for letting non-Californians in yeah. because I said hey are you going to be on there April 30th he's like, going to try he's like hopefully I'll get there you know right in the, you know one of those first days I said, any any info as far as like when I might be able to come? You know, and he, and he goes, he's like, no, nah, he's like, nobody has any clue. So I don't know if anyone, I don't, you know, even if Disney, maybe Disney doesn't even know yet. They just want to see how this goes and see how numbers stay. And before they put out a date that they got to retract anyway, right? Yeah. And then lastly... I have the Rosen Crown Dining Room in the UK Pavilion at Epcot has reopened after being closed for routine refurbishment in February. Stop in the family-friendly British pub to try their famous fish and chips. A bunch of other stuff too. They have they have the uh, the Impossible uh, Shepherd's Pie. Um, They got a bunch of cool stuff there. Yeah, they got the uh, I don't know if it's an Impossible Shepherd's Pie, but it's a meatless like Shepherd's Pie. It's a
1: which is kind of odd, right?
2: But hey, they make meatless hamburgers, so why not, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's. My news for the day. Now we can actually go speak to our new friend of the show. So let's welcome to the Disney Underground, WWE legend and Disney enthusiast, Scotty Tuhati. What's up, man?
4: How you doing, man?
2: I got to tell you, I'm doing excellent. I'm glad to have you on the show. And if there's one thing that I love being able to to say is, you know, us Disney nerds, you actually make us Disney nerds look tough, man.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I'm not tough, man. Especially
2: uh, now. Uh, listen, you are history in the ring, man. You, you're tough enough. Let me put it that way. You know, yeah. now I, anyone wants to, to make fun of the mouse and to me now, I say, hey, you know what? Go see my boy Scotty Too Hotty and tell him. That's him
4: right. That's right.
2: So, um, but yeah, no, you know, I mentioned to a friend that we were having you on today and he goes that, he says, I, I guess you were, I didn't, I didn't know it, but you were, I guess you're well-known around wrestling as, as a big, big Disney guy. And that he said that Mick Foley, who was actually from my neck of the woods on Long Island, New York, used to call you the, uh, was it the Disney psycho? with a disney psychotic
4: something like like that it was in in his first book i think so i
2: mean that that's a that's a hell of a moniker man that's i I, if i could get that i'd be i'd be i'd be into it and
4: especially coming from hey when mick when mick foley calls you a psycho you know you gotta be
2: (laughs) yeah yeah you
4: You got the other guy falls off 30 foot cages and
2: on fun tracks and nails and who else
4: but i go to disney twice a week and i'm a psycho (laughs) (laughs) i'll take it
2: listen It's, 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 it's awesome that you get to live that close and be able to do it. I'm actually, we've announced on this show that I will be a Disney local in June. So I'm, I'm in New York now, but June 1st, I will be a Disney local for good.
4: Awesome, man. Congrats. Good for you. It's Uh, uh,
2: maybe I'll bump into you in the parks. Just, yeah, for sure,
4: man. It's uh, it is, you know, I grew up in the Northeast too, and uh, it is different. You do do the parks different when you live here, Mm -hmm. you know um, you don't do the, you know, open to close thing and uh, have your whole you know, day planned out like you do. Uh, I've been here for, I've been here since t- uh, two, 2004. You just do it, you do it differently. It's, uh, my kids take it, my kids grew up here and they they think they kind of take it for granted. And, you know, it's not their fault. It's just, they have a crazy father who uh, <laughs> takes them all the time. So they're a little um, desensitized to how special it is, I think. And they don't, they, I have to constantly remind them that, you know, people save for years to come here, you know, and we get to do it, you know, we're 30 minutes away. So yeah. we're lucky.
2: And, and like you said, like people try to cram so much in, in a day. I, you know, I've, I've always spoke to my wife that when we're locals, like this thing I always want to do. And I'm like, but I want to make sure I get there's certain restaurants that I can't go a year without doing. So I got to get those in. And there's certain restaurants. I'm like, I would love to try it, but I can't take away from my day at California Grill or right. my day at – at homecoming. So I'm like, you know what? That's gonna be our Disney local spot. When we're Disney locals and we can kind of just do what we want when we want. So that you're right. There is a difference. And I already know it, I already feel it. So like I can't wait till I can actually take advantage of some of the things that as a local now I can. So
4: yeah. Yeah. And there's days I'll go to Epcot and just go to eat and won't do any, you know, mm-hmm. won't do go on any rides or shows or do yeah. anything else. Just you know kind of you yeah, kind of uh, I'm not a, really a homebody, so I'll go just to get out of the house and walk around and people watch and get something to eat, you know. And, and I can't uh, wait for it. Yeah, it's great.
2: I, I, it'll be me, man. It'll be me in a couple months. I just wish they bring me back the, the 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 season pass. I can't get the annual pass yet. I but, know, but I did get mine already at Universal, so I will be doing some Universal a bunch until I can finally get it at, at Disney.
4: Awesome. So, but hopefully let me it's right around the corner. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the same boat you know, with my kids and my girlfriend. I'm the only one with an annual pass right now, so it's <laughs> tough, you know. So hopefully, it's hopefully it's coming. Yeah, hopefully.
2: So let me ask you a question because you're from the Northeast. You're not like you weren't like born and bred in 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 Orlando. Where did this passion? (laughs) Right, we're all transplants because of that damn mouse. But where did your passion for Disney? Like, where did you all of a sudden just like fall in love with Disney from?
4: Yeah, I grew. I grew up. The first time I ever came, I grew up in Maine and uh we would come every couple of years like i said we we would we were the family we saved up for a couple of years we had the mickey mouse bank on top of the television and we put money in there you know and and uh we would save 2 3 years and we would we would, um, I came four times from the time I was two until the time I was 12. And then uh, when I was 12, my parents divorced and we we didn't do, we wouldn't take the trips anymore. And uh, so I went 10 years without ever coming. And I can remember, so I loved it, you know, it was a big deal coming as a kid, but then I can remember planning that first trip as an adult and getting a book that kind of told some behind the scenes stuff and talked about, you know, the, the construction of everything and kind of the backstory on this whole thing. And and then it was just like, you know, once the internet exploded and there were all these websites and podcasts and just like all that stuff, I was so fascinated with, you know, not so much the Disney movies and all that stuff, but the parks and how the parks work, just the, the creating part in me. It's probably the entertainer part of me that, that uh, like is drawn to that. Like I just, um, I appreciate all of that, that end of it. You know,
2: so I can I can totally relate to that because I was I was a Disney fan like any kid would be a Disney fan, but I didn't become incensed with Disney until I was like 20 until I was an adult where I realized how important Disney was as far as just an escape and a getaway from the everyday just a dragging out life. And it's like when you get there, it's like you get to you get to be a kid again. And everything is just, it's like its own bubble. And so like, yeah, I, I can understand it completely. And I'm, I too love all that behind the scenes. Oh. Like, you know, the, like you said, the imaginary story that was on that one of the first series they had on Disney plus I was right. like glued to that. And I even watched it like two or three times just to see yeah, so well, what I might've that. missed. And um, I love all that behind the scenes stuff. That's like huge for me too. So I know you, you get to the Orlando parks quite often. Have you ever had a chance to hit any of the other parks outside of Florida?
4: Yeah. I've been to everything except for the two China parks. I have a, cool job that kind of takes me around the world. So part of it is through that vehicle, but then other, I've also gone, you know, uh, as a whole week long trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know um, with my family and stuff so i've been to i think paris maybe five or six times and then tokyo twice when i was wrestling over there Uh, and then disneyland a bunch of times through you know again like just lucky you know a lot of frequent flyer flyer miles and a lot of connections through that uh so i was able to do that especially when i was wrestling a lot you know i could kind of just change my plane ticket to Fly here, or you know, I was still living in Maine at the time, so I could change my plane tickets. Instead of flying home for my two or three days off, I would fly Florida or California, and and you know, do the parks for a couple of days. Yeah, I love, uh, people always ask me, like, what's my favorite? And I, if I had to pick one, I would probably say, like, Disneyland has just this really cool vibe to it, I think, you know, knowing the history and as old as it is now with Walt and all that stuff. And then you have Disney World is like this huge complex of just massive. And But to me, like, Paris is, uh, Paris just has something really cool about it, really cool parts to it.
2: You would put Paris over Tokyo?
4: I think so. I mean, I, I know Paris, uh, Tokyo gets a lot of uh, credit for like the Disney Sea and stuff. And uh, it is, it's amazing. And The detail there is amazing. But like to me, like Paris has the best pirates. Paris has the best version of the Haunted Mansion, the best version of Space Mountain. The Main Street is just so cool with the brick pavers and then the, the uh, hallways behind Main Street. And just there's a lot of like little hidden areas in Paris that make it cool to me.
2: I've never been. My daughter's been, and she, with my with my wife, they went, and they loved the the, the dragon in the in the in the castle. And oh, cool! There's yeah. a lot of cool little niceties that we don't have here. That they have there, it's like I wish they would have just like, bring it over here. Some of these things, yeah, yeah. But the then
4: I, my friends that live over there, they think I'm crazy because I think that's so much better, you know. Yeah, I guess yeah. they just think the bigger is better over here, you know. And and I am spoiled because I am here in Orlando, so I get to you kind of again become desensitized to how cool it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest again. I can't wait to be desensitized if that's what it is. I'll, I'll. Be <laughs> it's I just, not a bad. It's not a bad yeah, thing. This, this works things, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh have you had a chance to check out the Flower and Garden Festival?
4: I haven't been yet. I just booked a, um, man, it's been, it's hard right now with the, because you, you, because you need the reservations. And when you become an annual pass holder, like you find you aren't planning a week out you go, Oh, it's kind of a impulsive. Just, you know, yeah, let's say, let's go to Disney today. And it's, it's with annual pass holders, I think like resort guests are first and then uh, day tickets are second because my girlfriend and my daughter have the day ticket and there'll be days where I'm completely blacked out and I can't get in with an annual pass, but they can get in with their, they, they have a, they're both on a four day ticket that uh, oh, wow. resident Florida four day ticket. Um, so those slots are open for them to get in, but I can't get in like over this past weekend, we were going to go and there was, there wasn't anything available. Uh, and I think this whole next week through the weekend is blacked out. I saw. Oh, wow. So, well, spring break. So
2: yeah. Well, you know what? So At least it goes into yet. July. So at least it's a longer one. It goes, I think to like almost July. So yeah. Um, yeah.
4: I, I was able to book uh, Epcot for, I think the 21st. So okay.
2: Enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah, we just got back from, from, uh, we actually did last week's episode from the flower and garden. I think actually <laughs> I've reached out to you. I was actually in Epcot. You're there, right? yeah. 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 So um, there's some good stuff. It, it, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a little different of a vibe. I feel like it, it goes from being not crowded to crowded in like five seconds. And then all of a sudden you hit another pocket and it's like empty again. Like it's so yeah. weird than previous years. And I guess it has to do with COVID and the not allowing as many people in. So I feel like when they do let the people in, it's like they're all in like one little area. And then you walk 15 feet past that and it's empty again. It's like, what just uh. happened?
4: It's very yeah, mind. Funny.
2: It's like mind numbing how different it is right now. So,
4: huh. no. Epcot has actually become my favorite park here over the years. Yeah, you know? might as well. Might as well. I think it's just it's the most spread out, and even if it is busy, it doesn't seem like Magic Kingdom when it's busy. You know, yeah. and you walk around, and enjoy yourself a little bit more than.
2: It's a leisurely yeah. park.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: And the food. You can't beat the food, man. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know what? let's talk a little, you know, we got, it's, it's big time. It's, it's spring in Disney, and it's also WrestleMania season. Right. So there's a lot of wrestling stuff going on right now. Um, let me let me give you a. Look. I just want to share a personal story with with you about my history of wrestling. One of the best Father's Days. In fact, no, I'm going to say one of the the best Father's Day I've ever had in my life was 2010 June 20th. It was um, the Fatal Four Way in Nassau Coliseum. My son was eight, seven. I'm sorry, he was seven. He wasn't quite eight yet. Yeah. And I took him. That was his first wrestling event. That I took him to was his first paper, his first wrestling event, first pay per view, and everything. And seeing this, the, just his face light up from watching you guys perform. Um, it was back when uh, NXT before NXT was its own like federation, where it was more of, like just that that show with the up and coming wrestlers right, with right. Uh, like uh, Wade Barrett and stuff. they were like infiltrating the WWE. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, and, and it was. The Nexus. Yeah, it was Nexus, and it was with uh, when Cena lost the title in the Fatal Four Way to Sheamus, and my son was so, so pissed for an eight-year-old that that happened um, because he was such a big Cena guy, and he was a big uh, Rey Mysterio guy at the time, at the age of eight. But that was maybe honestly the best father's day I've ever had. Just seeing his face and just the just the the, the show that that WWE put on for uh, for that that day. It was. Again, it was probably the best experience I've ever had on a Father's Day. Just seeing awesome. his, his eyes light up, and um, yeah, that's awesome. you know, it was it's a it's a great memory to have. But yeah, so let let me let me ask you a question that you um. You're a trainer now. How different is what you do now compared to like, obviously you're not, you're not doing in-ring stuff. How different is what you do now? How, like, where does it compare as far as how you love it?
4: Oh, I love it. I had no idea how much I would enjoy coaching and being a part of seeing these people go from ground zero to, to teaching them what we do and seeing the light bulbs go off um, when they get it. Um, cause you can tell, you know, talk about something over and over and over and it doesn't register until just one day it hits them, hits them right. Or you say it right. And it, the light bulb goes off and they get it, you know, and then, you know, they, and I always say, it's like they're in college when they're in, a, in NXT and in we're kind of training, training them and we're at the performance and I'll say rather than NXT, because NXT's kind of come up in the ranks where it was, yeah. like you said, used to be a, a more of a developmental thing. It's become a, a main brand for us. Yeah. So, um, but being at the performance center and 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 uh, seeing them grow and go go onto the TV show or go to RAW, go to SmackDown, and seeing them do stuff on TV that uh, you helped them with, you know, or just for me like being in the gym and you know just I'm I'm in my zone in the gym and I'm doing my thing and or I'm doing cardio and all of a sudden the commercial comes on and you see people on a commercial, you know, it's just. It's, it's really cool. It's almost like having your kids, you know, you're watching your kids grow and they do, they become like your, your, your kids and you have this, you create this relationship with them that it becomes more than just a job for sure. Wrestling was never a job for me. Um, it was never work, And then this, this is the same way, you know, uh, I spent three hours this morning in ring with uh, I had two different classes and working with people and, you know, having match, have you know, having them do matches and, or even just uh, having them do matches and then, Afterwards, we sit, we critique it and, you know, what could you have done better and, and you know, slow down. That's a big thing, like going too fast. Like you have to learn a pace. You know, if you just do a bunch of moves and you're going 100 miles an hour, people don't have a chance to absorb it. You know, you can't go 100 miles the whole time. You have to. It's why it's the same reason a band will put a lousy show, a lousy lousy song in their set or not so popular song. So it gives people a chance to go to the bathrooms or to come (laughs) down a little bit so the next one can bring them back up. You know, years ago, I met Brian Johnson from ACDC before a show, and uh, he said, You, this, uh, you guys do the same thing that we do. You bring them up, you bring them down, you bring them back up and you send them home happy. And that's so true. You know, you can't go hundred miles an hour the whole time, but that's honestly, it's the hardest part to teach. You can teach suplexes and body slams and how to throw a punch or a clothesline, but to get them to find that rhythm and how to take an audience along for the ride. That's, that's kind of what I do now. That's kind of my specialty. I'm not a holds guy or, you know, technical guy. I'm the, Kind of teaching them that the, how to learn that rhythm and flow.
2: Uh, you know what's funny too is is we're talking about NXT becoming it's very popular in itself. It's like sometimes you'll you'll look in the in like the rumor mill and you're like oh so and so is is they're talking about calling them up to RAW or SmackDown. I'm like calling up like X, NXT is, is dope in itself. Like there's nothing to call up. Like sometimes yeah, I just, just keep them NXT. Like they're just this, I find NXT to be sometimes even more fun to watch and i don't know if it's cuz they're maybe they're younger they're newer they're hungrier i don't know what it, it is for sure but for there's sure. definitely a, a a cool vibe that's so different than the other ones and it doesn't make it any less mainstream to me
4: right you know? No. it's I are mean, on usa network now you know every wednesday night and it's it is it's it's a it's a main brand you know, And it was cool to be a part of that. I've been there six years now um, and kind of be a part of that rise where we went from being developmental to a, a main
2: brand. And it, let me ask you a question. Is Triple H, is he as intense as he always seems on TV? He seems so intense all the time, man. Like I, every once in a while you see him smirk or something, but like it's hard to see him actually having like let his hair down and just being like a regular guy. He yeah, seems no, he's so cool. intense.
4: He's very cool, uh, and, you know, and he's funny. He's very dry. He's funny, but I've known him since I started. We both he was a he was a Boston New Hampshire guy starting in Boston, and I was a Maine guy. So uh, God, I've kind known him thirty something oh, wow. years now. So pretty cool. So WrestleMania season,
2: we got NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver coming up as well. Uh, April seventh and eighth, I believe, is Stand and Deliver. Correct. And the, so, yes. and the WrestleMania will be the 10th and the 11th. Now They didn't announce any of the takeover matches yet. Right. Do we still not know? No, no. I, I know. Unless I checked, I didn't see, I don't, I don't know of anything. That's
4: yeah. I don't believe so.
2: Any big surprises. I know you can't tell us. I know, I know you probably sworn to secrecy. Anything that we can, anything that's going to like blow us out of the water that you say that, that we can look out for.
4: I think NXT always raises the bar, you know, so um, there's always something, you know, and I now think... you got the
2: women's tag champs now.
4: And right. Should be cool, right?
2: Yeah. You deal with a lot of these young guys. Who isn't the next up-and-coming star that we don't know about yet that you could say mm-hmm. is going to be one of these guys that's going to take us into the next generation? He's not there yet, but in the next few years, he's going to be the guy. Who can we look forward to seeing? I
4: think a guy I like him? Cameron Grimes would be on that list. You know, he's, he gets it. He's very entertaining. Um, he's solid in the ring. He, he can steal the show with just a promo. You know, and a guy who, who can do that is is gold you know and it's and then he has the in-ring work to, to back it up you know so um he, he would definitely be on that list uh trying to think who else austin theory he's another one you know and, and then you got johnny gargano what what those guys are doing together is is so entertaining i think
2: gargano is one of my favorite in-ring guys i i feel he's he's really entertaining he looks like he knows what he's doing man he's he's I like him a lot. He's one of my favorite. He's been around you for said a minute, you, too. You
4: grew up going to uh, Nassau Coliseum.
2: I went, I went to the Coliseum. I've seen matches in the Garden. That was my only. I seen SummerSlam when I was a little guy back when. Um, rest in peace. But Ultimate Warrior was the Intercontinental Championship. Uh-huh. I, I think he. I think he either won it or he was already. But it was like it was one of the first SummerSlams, and that also I believe was in the in the Coliseum. I saw that when yeah. I was I was maybe ten years old. And then the only other pay per view I was able able, able able ever to get to was the farthest they won the fatal four-way i've been to a bunch of raws and a bunch of smackdowns yeah. and stuff you know between the garden and the coliseum and stuff but those are the two pay-per-views i've been to
4: when i found out we were going to become too cool it was we were told that in the nassau coliseum oh really yeah oh that's yeah. awesome that's yeah. awesome when they changed our character and they said uh you know the the, the the idea behind it was the Hardys had gone from kind of like wrestling and tights to the, the street clothes and it became popular with michael hayes as their manager and they they recreated themselves so they the idea was for us to try and try and do that and they said we wanted you to go out and dress like the kids are dressing in the malls and and what a afford whatever that meant at the time but but uh <laughs> so that's what we did we know the baggy hip-hop clothes and the worm and, uh, yeah and then i mean the worm wasn't even in it yet but it was like just you guys are gonna you know, what do they say dress like you're cool um, act like you're cool. You think you're cool, but you're not cool. We're gonna call you too cool. <laughs> that type of thing, you know? so, it,
2: it was it was, de- it was definitely a crowd favorite. You guys were an entertaining bunch with the, with the dancing around Rikishi and and um, it was it was a party at that time. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it was it was always fun to watch. You know, we do we like to do these things. We have we have ten questions we always ask everybody um, before we let them go, and then one bonus question. So it's we call it ten shots. It's going to be just first thing that comes to the top of your head. We'll ask we'll ask a few Disney questions. We'll ask a few wrestling questions. Cool. All right. So favorite. It's all about your favorite. So favorite Disney movie.
4: Oh. <sighs> Co was Monsters Inc.
2: Favorite Disney Park, which you've kind of answered already, but let's we gotta, yeah, we gotta go through.
4: I'll, I'll stay with Epcot. All yeah. right.
2: Favorite ride slash attraction.
4: Oh, I love the Haunted Mansion. I love the classics, the Haunted Mansion, Pirate pirates. Uh, I think that's what Disney does so well, and I would love to see them go back to that. I first mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like if they would bring back, and they've never done this, but I really, truly feel like they they updated and brought back Journey into Imagination. It would be it would be massive. Like, yeah. there's no reason if you look at like frozen the line for frozen is is ridiculous you know figment is all over epcot they, they use figment for everything I, I truly believe that that would be be huge if they brought yeah. that back but that's what they do so well i love you know i love rock and roller coaster i love tower terror i love space mountain thunder mountain all that stuff but uh, all the thrill stuff but the dark rides and that the old old disney is,
1: is nostalgia for
2: me man yeah yeah i feel you yeah. i feel you so favorite Disney restaurant on all property, whether it be the springs, the resort, parks, Ohana. Uh, oh dinner or breakfast. Yeah, uh, dinner. That, yeah. that that when they come back when they come through with all the skewers and stuff. Oh, yeah. and you yeah. get the noodles. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you leave there about 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> right. Favorite Disney resort? Um Polynesian. Okay. Um favorite Disney snack.
4: Oh, probably those rice crispy treats at um Disney Springs at the was Goofy's Candy. What's it called Goofy's cook candy Company. candy company yep yep yeah or you can build your i don't think you can do it right now but you used to be able to build your own uh rice crispy treats or, oh really whatever you want on it yeah, it yeah i did not even know that. design not you don't physically do it but you you order you, yeah, it yeah 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 but i think with the uh, COVID, i don't i don't think they're doing it
2: right now there's a lot of things on hold right now but um, yeah. yeah so uh favorite Epcot festival
4: oh, flower and garden i go flower, flower garden, and garden your
2: favorite wrestler all time on the, but it, as a combo on the mic and in the ring.
4: Uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He was a little bit of head ahead of me. And I always say like, if it wasn't for Shawn Michaels, there would have never been me. Like he, when he came around, it was a lot of, it was still kind of like coming out of the Hogan era, mm-hmm. era with, with, you know, everybody's a big guy. And he kind of went out and proved that, the little guys can go too, you know, and he wasn't a little guy, but as comparison. He was a little yeah. guy to me. He was just always entertaining to watch. And, and he was, he was my guy, you know, great on the and microphone. Now, now, we, now we work a day job together. So. <laughs> a, yeah. Now your
2: peers. Well, yeah. we, I guess always more peers, but yeah. yeah. Um, favorite. Um, oh, no. Dream tag partner. I know you had tag partners before, but who's someone that like throughout history now during your era or before your era that you would have said that would have been an awesome tag partner for that.
4: Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like if said today, I think uh, Otis would be fun. You know, we both do the worm. I think there'd be some fun (laughs) moments there uh, together. You know, and he's one of my guys, you know, so it would be cool. if You know, I was going to, I can't think of going back anybody that I would pick. So I'll go with Otis. All right, cool. He's just so funny, man. Like we can do so much fun, fun stuff together.
2: He seems like like a barrel of laughs, dude. He just dude, seems that's like, him. Like he's, he's
4: there, there is no character there. That is they, him. They
2: said they handed the mic and said, "Just do you." Yeah, he seems yeah. like just he just he does seem like just an awesome, just a normal guy, not yeah. diva like, just a cool dude. Yeah, yeah so that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It, yeah, it's we always
4: did, uh, we did Halloween Horror Nights together. Uh, last year, I guess we didn't do have Horror Nights last year, but the year before, we went to the Horror Night. He's a big, he's a big theme park and uh, not theme park, but horror fan. So cool,
2: cool. cool. It's it's nice to hear when you, with some of these people that you see on TV, to know that they're just that nice even in real life. It's really, yeah. it's kind of cool to hear. So, sure. I appreciate that. So, uh, dream match uh, of all, you know, including all areas.
4: Yeah. Shawn Michaels, I guess. I mean, I did wrestle him. But I, was I was saying, I, was, I thought, yeah, I was saying you had to afford him. No, I was very, I was real young. I wasn't even under contract yet. We were in my hometown, like the, the arena that I grew up uh, going to wrestling to in Portland, Maine was, um, Cumberland County Civic Center, we had a, it was a superstars taping, you know, before Monday night, the Monday night shows, mm-hmm. it was just one hour on a Saturday and it was, it was a superstars. It was one of those shows where I was just an extra at the time and I got there and I wasn't working, I wasn't working the show. So I asked, I went to one of the, um, the producers and said, you know, would it be possible for me to wrestle Shawn Michaels? And they, they switched, they took whoever was supposed to be with him out of the match and put me with him. Oh, uh, what was that like? It was awesome. You know, I mean, like here I am in the arena that I used to pay to go watch wrestling at and I'm wrestling my idol basically, you know, very cool moment. That's awesome. I've actually never seen the match. The match never aired on TV because something wasn't right. He was going to SummerSlam, I believe against Rick Martell and uh, Sherry Martell was, was managing Sean at the time, I think. And, and she came down to uh, a Rick Martell came down to ringside and she was supposed to wink at Rick Martell. And I think they they missed the wink. The cameras missed the wink, ah. so they redid the match and they used somebody else. Ah,
2: yeah, you yeah. know it's funny you should say that too because I remember when I was a little guy. I remember really the only way to watch WW, Well, at the time it was WWF um, yeah. was Saturday Saturday mornings because you only had that. It was before the really the pay per views and yeah. that, yeah. or it was Saturday night's main event, which was only on like maybe like what once a month or something like that. Yeah. And it, it, it would take the place of, of SNL every like three or four weeks. Yeah. So that was the only place that you would get to see it. And you would always, and you would, you know, you, you, I feel like a lot of times you only see Hulk Hogan, like at the time, I was like the, he was like the, the, the rock star. Yeah. We'd only get to see him just talking to me and Gene. Right. And, um, but I remember, yeah, like wrestling's come so far really in like the last 30 years from where it was yeah. then. Oh, for sure. As far as it's such a mainstream, you know?
4: Yeah. And then at that time you really didn't see two superstars wrestle each other. It was a superstar versus a, an extra. You yeah. Know, you had to go to the arena. And pay to pay to see to yeah. <laughs> unless it was Saturday night's main event. It was yeah. Different, you know? A lot of, I remember a lot of Hogan and Savage on
2: Saturday night's main event. I feel like, I, I feel like they were always yeah, the headlines, yeah. you know,
4: um, great times. Yeah.
2: So let me, uh, one more question before I ask you our extra credit question. All right. You're having a dinner party, three people throughout history. Do you want to sit down to have dinner with throughout the whole history of the world
4: that or oh, alive? Three people. I don't know. Oh man. Walt Disney for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Man, my whole life is just Disney and wrestling, so. Uh,
2: <laughs> That's not a bad life, guy.
4: Yeah, right. God bless. Um, I got Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, Walt Disney. That's a combination. And... I don't I honestly don't know man. Yeah.
2: It's hard know. to pick sometimes. But Gene Simmons yeah. Gene also from Long Island like myself. He seems like a, like a good time, at, you know, out at a restaurant for, for an evening. Right.
4: You know? <laughs> yeah, Kiss dude, Kiss is so pro wrestling. Like it's so crazy. Like i, I Went to see them twice on this last tour, and it's just like they are so pro wrestling; it's crazy. Like that's, that's awesome. everything pro wrestling should be, right? Like, yeah, they look like demolition. Remember demolition? Yeah, but act they they, right? they have their act down so well. Where they like every even if you're not into the song, there's something cool happening in the song when you see their live. They're a live show, you know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. They never had a number one. Never had a number one. Is that true? Hit. Yeah. Wow, I never knew that. They had a number one song, with Massa. I mean, 70 years old, and they're still you know, before COVID were selling out arenas, you know?
2: God bless them, man. But yeah, I never knew that though. I figured this are so legendary. You figured they had to have a, a bunch to hear that they didn't. It's like, wow, like that's yeah. how, you know, they're doing something right because they're just, they're just pure entertainers. It's not even, yeah. so, all right. So then my last, it's always, we always end every show with this or every interview with this. What does Disney mean to Scotty Too
4: hottie I think it's just, uh, you know, incident escapism from the everyday norm right like and uh, it's just uh I, th- I think part of it is just growing up it was so special to me and those two, being able to go every couple of years it was just so cool you know and it's just I, th- I think and i thought about this recently i think part of it was i told you like uh my parents divorced when i was 12 and it was like right after our last trip they split up so i think part of that for me is i'm holding on to that like when my family was you know not to get like, like, but it's like part of like when my family was still together, you know, and that's like mm-hmm. the good memories as a kid, I had a dude. I've had a great life. So I'm not saying that it's just like my, my parents were together and my brother and sister and we would take trips like that. So I think part of that might factor into it all. Now it's just like so many special memories with my my daughter and my son. It's part of who I am. You know, and I take it and I do take it personal, like, you know, and if, you know, somebody makes fun of it, I do, I do take it personal. It's my thing, man. Like everybody has their thing. Yeah, You know, everybody has uh, their nerdism. Whether it's Disney sports, or, you know, pro wrestling, whatever your thing is, everybody's got it. You know, be, you know, adults collecting comic books or action figures. And dude, that's that's their thing. Um, some people like to watch grown men chase a leather, leather ball around a field and pay a lot of money to go watch that. That's yeah. their thing. You know, and Disney and, and theme parks are are they're, they're my thing.
2: Cool. So we're a couple of Disney nerds. I want to say thank you from from one Disney nerd to another. Thank you for for joining us today. And if anybody's gonna have anything to say about the mouse or the Disney nerds, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, you know what, you go speak to Scotty to Heidi because he's gonna knock you the next Tuesday. <laughs>
4: yeah, I it, yeah. A stretch for an hour before I anything
2: <laughs> like that. Listen, it's been, it's been an honor, a pleasure. Thank you so much for for, for uh, taking some time out of your day and uh, have a have a fantastic WrestleMania season. Uh, yeah, thanks. You know, I know it's Thank gonna be a busy you. time for you coming up, and uh, and thanks again, man. Appreciate yeah, it. yeah,
4: I just want to say too, and like I did, I I always listen uh, to when I when I get an interview. I don't do a lot of, I don't do any wrestling uh, podcasts or anything, but I did listen to your show and and listen to y- you guys, and it's cool to listen to a show where you guys keep it positive. And I feel like it's so easy to go the negative route these days. And I think that helps rating sometimes or it creates interest. So like, thank you guys for like keeping it positive. And like, oh, that's a huge reason why I did this. Like I'm not into that. Hey, I'm a Disney expert. And because I have a podcast or or a or, or show, like it makes me more of an expert than you. And I feel like that's the way a lot of the shows come up, come across these days, like just because they have a podcast, they they become the expert. And I'm not. At the end of the day, dude, we're all just fans of this thing. That's exactly. So.
2: And that means so much to hear from you. I, I, that really hits me right in the heart. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you saying those things.
4: Cool, man. Thank uh, you. Thank you
2: so much. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll see you around, man. Yes, sir.
4: Thank you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy uh, being a Florida resident, man. Maybe I'll see you around.
2: Definitely. All right, dude. Be good. I, I, all right. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and movie minute brought to us
3: by JSA creations. Joey, what do we got going on, man? Okay. So coming to Disney plus this Friday, March 26th, first up, and I'm really looking forward to this. I have not seen episode one yet, but I'm going to watch one and two at the same time. Once this comes out, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam Wilson, AKA the Falcon, which is, uh, Anthony Mackie and Bucky Barnes, AKA the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan team up on global adventures, test their abilities and their patience. So. I've seen, obviously, a lot of previews and stuff like that. Seems like there's going to be some pretty good, you know, Marvel humor with the two. And actually, they'll be pretty good. Really looking forward to this. This one has looked uh, like it could be really good. Obviously, it's not a Captain America type, but it it does have that feel to it, at least it seems. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. This is going to be another one that I'm going to be, I'm pretty sure, glued to the whole season.
2: Definitely. I was actually more excited to see this before, like coming into these new Marvel shows, I was. Right. this was the one I was most excited to see, this and Loki, more than WandaVision. And WandaVision was better than I could ever have imagined. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is going to be even better than I could even imagine so um yeah i've been i've been i've been really i, I think anthony Mackey's a tremendous actor i think he's great in everything he does he could do comedy action and everything i'm um, yeah. a big anthony mackie fan and i'm finally glad to see him actually get like a-lister kind of roles i mean he's one of these guys that you've seen in so many things finally he's getting like, i feel like he's getting into the marvel universe has become like an a-lister so i'm glad for him to see him you know do that and uh yeah I, this is the show that I'm super excited to see.
3: Yeah. And it's funny, you mentioned WandaVision that I had very low expectations for.
2: Yeah, exactly. I I know a
3: lot of people were looking forward to it, but I was just, I, I guess with the previews, I just couldn't get it, but I ended up loving it. So Mm -hmm. really looking forward to this. Okay, next up, obviously, I know a lot of nostalgia here. A lot of people are looking forward to this. Hopefully they don't uh, mess it up. (laughs) The the (laughs) Mighty Ducks, you know, the Mighty Ducks uh, game changers is going to be, this will be the first episode. The premise here is the Mighty Ducks have evolved from scrappy underdogs like they were in the original film and stuff. So ultra competitive powerhouse youth uh, hockey team. After 12 year old Evan Morrow is unceremoniously cut from the Ducks. He and his mom, Alex, set out to build their own team of misfits to challenge the cutthroat win at all costs culture of youth sports today, which, which actually is pretty not far from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> the way things are now, <laughs> I go to a lot of these uh, these games with uh, you know Sammy's uh, younger sister, and I have a bunch of friends that have have boys that are playing in these competitive levels on travel teams and stuff with baseball. And um, yeah, you see some pretty crazy parents some oh. of this stuff. So yeah, exactly. So, I used to
2: coach football and oh, let me tell you, you something go. with my with my kids let me tell you something you get when when you're when you're winning It's still not good because either you're playing the really good kids and you're winning, and then the parents say, "Well, why aren't you playing everybody? I want everybody to get a turn." And then you you start playing everybody, so everybody gets a turn, and then you're losing. They're saying, "Oh, why aren't you?" So then you deal with that. It's it's about you need to play the best team. You know, I used to have like literally four quarterbacks that I would play because I used to run the offense for our team. I would play. I let all four kids get a get a quarter. I had like seven running backs. Just let everybody run the ball. They're, They're they're eight years old. They're learning how to play. Let's see what they can do. You know, let's see what. And people would literally complain after games i'm like they're eight dude like relax my gosh (laughs)
3: how many touches is uh johnny getting johnny's only getting like 12 touches a game come on (laughs) and
2: and it was but when you're and that's you know that's when you're losing when you're winning they want everybody to get the ball well you're not spreading it around enough you can't have it both ways man either i'm a either i'm a teacher or i'm trying to win games you know i don't get a ring at the end of the season if we win i know yeah it's tough but yeah this this uh it's, it's funny to see the mighty ducks are actually like the bad guys now it seems like
3: it is weird right right yeah. and it's interesting i actually it's i think it's a cool twist and i do yeah. like and I, again i guess we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see how they actually how this is written mm-hmm. but it'll be very interesting to see how close they get to, <laughs> to what, what youth sports is like today i want to yeah. see how close they get to the reality
1: on this yeah it would be interesting to see well i got a couple shows stuff Okay, what? Disney secrets of sulfur springs as time goes by. Once Griffin and Harper learn they can't reopen the hatch to let Savannah in, they quickly go back through the portal. This description is similar to The Journey Continues with uh, Mandalorian, right? However, (laughs) I love this show. Now I haven't seen it yet. It's it's definitely got a teen, you know, really young teen feel, but it's got a whole mystery going on. (laughs) The only thing I hate, though, is they're only like 26 minutes and it's week by week. So Mm. it's like you're barely watching the show and you have to wait another week i almost feel like they're a little bit dragging it out all the time all of a sudden but i don't know man i stephanie was freaking out that i was so into this show yeah
0: he he watched all of you binged
1: which didn't take long of course because
0: no but it's still i was just surprised
1: yeah it's really good It looks I've, good. I've, yeah, i haven't seen it yet it's
3: it's worth a watch no yeah <laughs> joe's like no yeah i haven't Oh, you mean no, you, no, no, I'm I mean, like not. I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I, 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 can. I,
1: the I dad wasn't saying anything bad about it. Drives me nuts, though. I can't stand. Who's him. the dad again? I, I don't remember. Oh. Is there any? I was Is there any names in it that we would know, or is it just? No, not that I, not that I knew anyway. And there's some of that, you know, teen yeah. acting yeah. vibe. You know, you, you get sad. it. But the mystery of the story is pretty good, I think. Also, Inside Pixar Foundations. Episode 111 to 115, this documentary series provides an inside look into the people, artistry, and culture of Pixar Animation Studios. Ooh. I always love these. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm entertained by a lot of these because it's just neat to see the process. Yeah. Basically, how they come up with the ideas and just stuff that, you know, you see the people that are behind it and stuff. And I like that kind of stuff.
0: I think that's what makes Disney Plus worth it. Right. And there. it's like yeah. and like one day.
1: To... The only bummer about that is they're so short. Yeah. that. You know, there's yeah, so many I know. different ones. And if you find something you really dig, it's like, ah, I wish I could see a little more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But they do. Disney Plus is loaded with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Loaded. If Imagine. Around, so right. I like that. Imagine. It was yes.
2: one of the first series they had. And to me, that's still my, one I think my favorite series they've ever had. I wish they would do yeah. another round
1: of it, just talking about more stuff. You know? Oh,
0: absolutely. Yep.
1: Yeah. Cool. What uh, well, deep show are you going to tell us about right now? Is it a documentary?
0: No. It's Disney Pickle and Peanut (laughs) season one and two. (laughs)
1: I don't know anything. I feel like this is made up. (laughs) I know. I've never. She'll see if she'll read it.
0: <laughs> this buddy comedy, which features a mixture of animation and live action, follows the adventures of small town teenagers Pickle and Peanut entering their final year of high school. The friends are are determined to have as much fun as possible before graduation.
1: While they're seniors and they're still going by Pickle right? and Peanut, <laughs> right? And they don't actually kind of hoping that they were like a
2: human version of a pickle and a peanut. Like you ever guys, you ever guys, but Rick and Woody with Pickle Rick. You ever see Pickle Rick? What you guys have seen rick and morty is the juice worth the squeeze i have definitely yeah pickle who there's an episode of rick and morty where rick turns himself into like a human version of a pickle like a like well pickle but like he ends up you know figuring out a way to like grow arms and legs and stuff i'm not making this up this is you guys have never seen rick and morty before does he have the bumps and everything yeah he's a real pickle He does it because he get he doesn't want to go to family therapy. So he he does this, this. He's a scientist, and he does this thing to get himself to turn himself into a pickle to get out of going to family
3: therapy. He's like, oh, I can't go because I'm like a pickle now. Well, we know the peanut guy would definitely look like the planner's mascot for sure. He's mm-hmm. got to.
2: I got to be honest. I've never heard of this show, but I'm already all in.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm binge watching seasons. This-
2: Me too. I'm binge watching it this weekend for
1: sure. Uh, full <laughs> report next episode. All right. Full report. I'll watch it too. Yeah, me All too. Right. I wasn't anticipating the high school senior angle though. One.
2: Me either. So, is it? My question is: This is it? Two
1: kids—one's nicknamed
2: Pickle, one names nicknamed Peanut—or are they like a an animated pickle going or is to is high it school?
0: A pickle and a peanut going to I don't high school? Know. that would really
2: be what it needs to be to me. Like that's
1: right. a winner. It do, it does say a mixture of animation and live action. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think the live action's actual peanuts and actual pickle. <laughs> I hope it is. Yeah, I hope it is. She, my wife is in the house. Everybody. So everyone say hello.
3: Hi, oh, hey, is that, that is one
1: that would not stop talking on the last episode of the podcast? A bit. She said hello. <laughs> yeah. She'll just, yeah. Usually
3: she just sticks her hand in front of the camera. She won't get yeah.
1: I heard Jean go, you got, you got to talk to the camera. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> well, what do you got to follow up Pickle and Peanut with?
0: Romeo and Juliet, a version of Shakespeare's play set in the world of warring indoor and outdoor gnomes. Garden gnomes Romeo and Juliet have as many obstacles to overcome as their quasi namesake namesakes when they are caught up in a feud between neighbors. Can this young couple find lasting happiness?
2: Romeo, thank you. <laughs>
4: <It's> horrible
1: <laughs> Horrible!
0: i think it sounds cute
1: no chance of them finding happiness <laughs> <laughs> nice pun that was
2: better than my pun <laughs> i
0: thought i think it sounds cute it
2: could be that's uh looks like that's all coming up this week on disney plus so thank you for that guys uh this is actually now it's gonna bring us to this week's disney topic talk and this week the crew will discuss which disney film and or character needs to be represented better in the parks
3: um okay so for me um Well, you know, this is hard because there's obviously a lot of characters and stuff that are just not, you know, parks just aren't big enough and stuff like that for them not to be represented. But I think for me, and this is a tough one because it is kind of seasonal. My big one is Jack Skellington. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've talked about him before, wanting to see him more in the parks anyway. Um, Obviously, he's there for Not So Scary, you know, the Halloween time and obviously during Christmas. It's unfortunate because and I know, you know, and I know Disneyland and I know Dan doesn't like the implementation of it. And again, over at, you know, and obviously in in Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. And it's not like I'm a huge fan of it, but it's just that there's more of him that we don't, you know, we don't really get at Disney World, other than, you know, he comes out, you know, they do the character meet and greet, which usually the one that they cast members that do there. there's been a couple of them that I've seen. They're actually very good. The way they, their mannerisms and the way they talk and all that stuff is great. And I don't know if you could just dedicate, which would be cool. I don't know if they would dedicate a full ride to him. I mean, I would like to see it. I'm not saying nothing like that would replace haunted mansion or something. And I don't even know what type of ride it could be. Maybe something like the haunted mansion type, you know, a dark ride, but I think a better representation of him, whether it be a ride or even if some kind of themed area, and it doesn't have to be huge. Obviously, you're not lo- talking about like the size of Galaxy's Edge or even Toy Story Land, but it would be neat to be able to see a lot of the stuff come to life that you saw in, you know, nightmare before Christmas. And again, they only come out during like the villain shows and stuff like that. So I think for me, I would like to see at least, I don't know more of him, um, some themed areas, possibly a dark ride, which would be really awesome. So for me, that's, that's pretty much who I would like to see represented more of in the parks.
2: It, you're right. It's, it's, it's a classic Disney film that is played probably a million times between Halloween and Christmas. There's no excuse for it not to be represented in the park better. And don't give me the, Well, we put it a little bit over here by Haunted Mansion. That's ridiculous. Haunted Mansion is its own. Just because they're both scary and they both have like a like a spooky theme, doesn't mean they should be put together. For you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, And I feel like it's a cop out and just an excuse. And just, it's like placating to to the fans of, of, of it When it's like, just, you know It could stand on its own two legs 12 months around twelve months yeah. a year And that's and what I was
0: thinking it.
3: So
2: the same way we have Haunted Mansion Haunted Mansion, you still go on in July, right? You don't have, only go in, in October yeah. You could still do something with Nightmare Before Christmas And Jack Skellington yeah. And still have it where people want to go on that ride Every time they're in the park You're right, and I think, again I, I just think it's a cop-out when they just add it to Haunted Mansion for a little bit It's just placating
0: right. I agree So,
2: you know, maybe Chapek can get it right next time
0: <laughs> Maybe all right
2: dan steph what do you guys got for today's topic talk with this week's topic talk what do you got stuff i i know what you're gonna say you again.
0: know what i'm gonna say if
2: it's the same one as mine i'm gonna cry i hope it I is don't
0: think <laughs> so. you think it is i, I don't hope think
2: not i hope it is like it can be up your alley i know i know this when i say mine if it's not yours you'll agree with me really i know that you will if it's not if you oh, guys are good i'm
0: excited you. but i i really don't think we have the same one i hope not mine is jiminy cricket okay was that yours? Yeah.
2: No, it wasn't, but I do like I do agree with you okay. as I do. So
0: because I feel like Jiminy Cricket is a manifestation of Walt himself. Jiminy Cricket's voice was heard in the parks, at the Still fireworks. Is still is he really kind of is the best besides mickey mouse i feel like he's next in line i feel like he's like kind of the backbone of this whole thing i feel like he embodies the whole spirit of of disney But why isn't he represented anywhere and the obvious choice would be bring in the pinocchio ride and have a little jiminy cricket and pinocchio meet and greet or you know i just i don't yeah, get I mean why even disney if world does not have pinocchio worldwide.
1: yeah sure yeah. the ride and but just oh. in general, Pinocchio is really not there except for parades, right? And that's yeah. just not sitting not down, not good enough, not for Disney World. Right.
0: But I, I was so I was going to say, you know, bring in the dark ride and and like they have in Disneyland, that'd be perfect. But then Dan had an idea.
1: I say let's take a break with Tinker Bell and let's have Jiminy Cricket come down on the line oh. with his umbrella. <gasps> when you wish upon a star ah. how magical would that be if yeah you that would be pretty seeing that
0: pure 100 magic did you
1: get chills a little bit stuff yes hearing
0: that? i did <laughs> i think that is such a great idea you hear his voice he should be there
1: yeah that voice is
3: synonymous with disney
2: right this is I feel a, like he narrates long so long many long. Long. i feel like I he narrates different. so many different things yeah part of so many different projects yeah Yes. You know, he's more than just Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio. You know, he's been, yeah. uh, I know we talked about this recently. I forget why we were talking about it, but I remember we were talking about it recently. And, you know, we were saying how he's he's part of um, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol and he does a lot of narrating and yeah. different stories yep. and stuff. And it's like, you know, it just it just makes sense that, like, I feel like they put him more on the film side of things. Why is he not really in the parks as much?
1: Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. synonymous with Disney. I really I like agree, my umbrella you know? idea. I really do too. I I really do, That is an
2: awesome idea, actually.
1: Yeah, it is. That's good. I I didn't expect that one at all. (laughs) Moving along. Mine is not the same. I have two of them, but for the same reason. That's why I'm coupling them. Because I've talked about them before. It's for the same reason. We have one, the Orange Bird. Which obviously has made a comeback with the Flower and Garden Festival. However, there's no character meet and greet with this thing. There's no character roaming anywhere. But they have this kind of built-in, you know, stand to get your dole and everything. And they have this little mural, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, why don't they build upon that? It doesn't have to be this big ride necessarily. But that character needs to be an actual character in the park, Agreed. Along with some merchandise, it's not just flower and garden. Totally. Same scenario Mm -hmm. to a degree over in Epcot. Three Caballeros. We talked about how they should they need a refresh on the ride, Mm -hmm. but let's get a standard meet and greet with the three. Right. It has to happen. That would be cool. And really pull this, pull these guys out, you know, and make it a lot cooler. I agree. And they do do Donald over there in the Mexican pavilion. But like the poncho, not, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about both of these characters, which is very weird, is they are churning out merchandise constantly mm-hmm. for these guys. Not huge numbers, but you're always seeing things pop up. So it's not like they turn their back on these guys something' interesting this last trip i noticed when we went on you know on the
3: ride um I don't know if you did, did you go on a, this this trip gene or yeah. no yep were you with us I don't, I don't remember not it. not on that ride we didn't go on that ride together okay did you know okay you know the last the last section where they, they end the the end i know you I know, I know what you're gonna say yep it's just what a, like, the heck it's just cut out cardboard cutouts now. yeah i don't know so I, I don't hoping know if there's they're a reason. fixing yeah i don't know if they're fixing the ones because I know they always had issues with them you'd go by and they'd be face down on the floor yeah. but <laughs> I <Right. laughs> i'm just like much tequila yeah i was like dude that's i'm like where are the animatronics yeah it's like a cardboard cutout now it's it's disturbing actually yeah so i'm like i'm guessing it's just a placeholder for now i can't i've never seen disney take out an animatronic and put a cardboard cutout. that's
2: the scary part because my thing is if they were just refurbing it wouldn't they just shut the ride down refurb it and then put it right back no and fix it or would they actually put up like a fake version of the caballeros?
3: i don't know so I mean, you, obviously, I, obviously, like, like I said, I was saying, obviously we're big fans. Also to your, your point about Orange Bird, it's interesting because, uh, with Flower and Garden, Orange Bird was everywhere. It was everywhere on all the stands, the little shoulder one, the little, you know, magnetic shoulder one, which we did get. And even as you, we got shirts for, uh, both Aiden and Brianna, cause it was getting colder and it was very windy. They had the long sleeve Orange Bird shirts. It was the Jersey, the spirit jerseys, thing. right? Yeah. And they were, they were awesome. So there was a ton of, so the merchandise, it's literally everywhere. So you're right. Why would they not have a meet and greet or something like that?
2: Yeah. And I kind of think that's why they don't do much with him at other times of the year. So that way he is special for Flower and Garden. Yeah, maybe. I feel like that's why, like, I, also I would love to see him around more often. I think he is really kind of a cool thing. I think everybody gets such a kick out of him, but I think that's why they don't. Is just so he is special for Flower and Garden. Well, the least they could do is a meet and greet. Oh, for sure. Just
1: during that time. Before they were really focusing on him in the Flower and Garden Festival, they still were putting out this merchandise off and on. So people were grabbing that stuff up. And now Mm -hmm. it's like, you can see what it's developed into. People are wearing all kinds of Orange Bird stuff now to go Mm -hmm. to the festival that they're not even selling. It's definitely Mm -hmm. a thing. So... All I'm saying is, even if it is just for the festival, you gotta have the actual bird. You gotta bring that back.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And and again, the festival, it's like you know, everybody waits every year. Like, what's the new sipper gonna look like? You know, every year they upgrade the sipper and they upgrade. There's always different merch. And I think, yeah. Um, and, and even Joey and Sam, JSA Creations has the best. Let's do them a little. Quick plug they have the best orange bird ears yep. on the planet i don't know if you guys have seen them um thanks my wife yeah like, I, I like how they came awesome out. you know my yeah my wife's got the pair i think it's her favorite ear. no I think I think everest is her favorite ears from you guys ah. but the orange bird is right up there i
3: love uh, the
1: Everest. i don't know if I know the everest ones
3: she yeah i'll uh, I'll send you a picture my wife's got the everest ones yeah it's got the the broken track and then I got the it's like the simulated uh, rope with the the flags yeah Yeah, yeah. all the countries and stuff like that and then on the other side you got it's basically the silhouette of the the the, you know the animated yeti that they have now inside the ride yeah Yeah. i did see it yeah Yeah, you're right so Um, i love that i love that design i I had fun when i made that one because i mean i I mean it's one of my favorite rides so anytime you're doing something that you really love it's it's it makes it that much better
2: but um but yeah i agree with the orange bird i just think that that's what their thought process is on it is that they don't want it all year round because that's what makes it so special with, with flower and garden, because it really is, it's really become like a phenomenon with the flower and garden. Like you get people, like I said, that, that go up and yeah. they get the drink and they're like, don't even give me the drink. I just want the sipper. So like, you know um you know, and everything is, is, is orange bird. And I think that's part of what makes it so special, but they definitely should do, like you said, a, um a meet and greet. It would make sense too. I mean, right. I mean, people line up for meet and greets with everybody. Like that would be just, that would be perfect. You know, yeah, but maybe
1: stab- do an alternate, at Magic Kingdom for some merchandise. It it doesn't have to be crazy like Epcot, but Mm -hmm. if you're going throughout the year and that's kind of your thing, like it is for me, it would be nice to get something throughout the year with Orange Bird that's not just... Because... Think of all the people that can't go to the festival. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's true. You know, that's, it's kind of a, I just feel like they're missing the the mark on that one a little bit. I was surprised. I thought you guys would have mine for sure. And I think you guys are
2: going
3: to agree with me when I say mine. Kind of a um, disappointment that they didn't get it. Yeah, I just wanted to see I your know. reaction. Because that's like the
2: last three weeks someone's took in mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a, a plan to put this in place and it got scrapped with the pandemic there's a meet and uh. greet but it's a little meet and greet my favorite movie maybe that's why i'm i feel this way is mary poppins mary yeah. poppins to me is one of the more classic disney films there's nothing really anymore. Like, I don't, you don't see her at all anymore, like, especially since the pandemic. And I know they were going to do something. And I was going to
3: say, weren't they planning a whole section like they did the French pavilion? Weren't they, they were, doing something? They were going to do something
2: in the UK pavilion and they never did. They scrapped it. I can only pray that they bring that back, the idea of doing that again, because I feel like that's a character that is just so synonymous with old school classic Disney and to not really yeah. be yeah, yeah, yeah. represented. Yeah. But
1: um, I would have said that. I just feel like. I really do believe that will come back. I I just think it. Yeah, I think so too. For now. I hope so. I think so. I think it was so well received Mm -hmm. on social media through whoever that, they were they wanted that idea mm-hmm.
2: to see that have a section where you see the house on Cherry Tree Lane right there. Like maybe like a section comes off where it's actually Cherry Tree Lane and off in the distance, you got Admiral Boom um with his ship, you know, off in the distance. Right. It. it doesn't so even have to be cool. anything you can yeah. even go in. Just have like the just have something go in the distance where you can see it. And there's enough cool things that happened in that movie that you can definitely do some
1: sort of a ride, right?
0: Step in time.
1: Chimney sweeps. Yeah. Chimney sweeps. That's That's what I'm saying. Step in
0: time. They should have The live show. They should do a live performances. Yeah. Or like the surround, like the Canada movie that's around you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, The 360. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Circle vision. Right. Why can't there be like a Mary Poppins Circle Vision thing or a small show, a 10 minute show?
2: Is it the young generation has no idea who Mary Poppins is? Is that what it is?
0: Well, they do because of Mary Poppins Returns.
2: I wasn't really, I didn't, I wasn't a fan. Right. And maybe it's just because I was such a, I'm such a, um, tr- like you, and I think you guys would get this because I, you're such traditionalists. traditionalist. I was such a Mary Poppins traditionalist that to me, I, I didn't really, and I love the cast. I just didn't, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Lim, see, I see. Yeah. I just didn't, it just didn't land for me. Which like, was surprising. I love
3: lin Manuel I love, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, I Boy. think the announcement of what they were going to do was pretty well received and it did get a lot of hype. So I don't know. We like did. Dan said, I don't, yeah, yeah. And I don't think, like Dan said, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be scrapped for good. I think it's just for now. I think it was the
1: perfect location. You know, I think trying to do something in Magic Kingdom doesn't really work as well.
3: No. No.
2: No.
1: But the vibe of that for Epcot in that area was pretty brilliant. Uh, I I I was surprised that they came up with it, to be honest. Look at the French Pavilion right now that they got where Ratatouille
3: is created a big stir. Mm -hmm. It works with the country, so it would make a lot of sense.
2: And and why not? Like, There's nothing going on in the UK Pavilion other than fish and ships at... at right. Ro- Rose and Crown so why not put something there that right. you can give the, you know it, it helps thin out and it helps thin out the park a little bit you have people that spend more time in the UK right. pavilion as of now unless you're stopping at Rose and Crown all the UK pavilion is just a pass through
0: yeah. and yeah, we need the cool yeah and and, and well, in well,
2: Wonderland is over there too but for the most part up until up until um they do something there for the most part you know what I do at the, at the UK pavilion i usually just stop and use the restrooms right across from the red phone booths <laughs> mm-hmm, that's really yeah. that's, that's all I use
3: yeah the the, yeah, the red phone booth i know
2: yeah. So, and after that, you maybe take a picture in front of the red phone booth, and then you just move on to the next pavilion because there's really not much there. So not only do they need to put something there, but yeah. I think Mary Poppins needs to be more part of Disney. And and again, it, maybe it. it Maybe Mary Poppins doesn't land with the younger generation. So maybe I'm being a little selfish about it. I just, I can't understand for the life of me why, it's, why they don't put more emphasis on it.
1: But don't you think because of where they were going to put it, that that's kind of okay? I mean, the that's Epcot not- Park is more adult oriented. And if you yeah. want to grab the kids, throw the penguin in there.
0: Right. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's so maybe <laughs> it's not just geared towards the new generation.
1: Yeah, I feel like the reimagining of Epcot really works with Mary Poppins now, whereas Mm -hmm. maybe it didn't in the past. And it, it fits more with what you're talking about that it wasn't received. But now I love the direction of Epcot. Like we're super excited about Epcot. Right. Yeah, I'm dying for some of this stuff. And not only to, to be completed, especially the aesthetics,
3: like you could even see when we were just there this past trip. I mean, there's some huge set pieces that are already being constructed. Um, Just the beams and stuff, you could see how big it's going to be. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate because right now it's just still a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a mess just to get around there anywhere. The walls are everywhere. like just It's an eyesore for sure, but just it is.
2: It's gonna they're gonna create something gorgeous with it. Oh yeah, so Listen. it's it'll be worth it. It's gonna be gorgeous when it's done. And you know, like let's face it, nine times out of ten they get it right every single time. So I'm sure we'll love whatever they do because you know they got the best people on the planet putting this stuff together. Um, so you know it's gonna be gorgeous. But yeah, it's just it's we're just gonna get through it. You know.
3: Yep. And unfortunately, the pandemic extended things about a year. Yeah. <laughs> so we should be coming out of it right now, and we're not. Okay, so that's gonna do it for
2: this week's show. But before we get out here, let's do a a few announcements, uh, new episodes of our Disney dollar game will be back on April 5th. So if you want to be a contestant, just make sure you DM us on the Instagram. It's at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. There are a few new rules. Uh, it's going to make it even more fun, chances to win even more prizes. We're actually adding some cheat codes. The contestants this time can pick from three separate categories. So it's not going to be just overall Disney questions. You get to pick from certain categories like Magic Kingdom or yeah. Mary okay. Poppins. And so they get to pick which one out of the three. They get three categories, they pick one, right? Um, and then they can use their cheat codes, as I like to call them, to get through certain <laughs> questions they might have a problem with. Dan's like, I don't like that. The first cheat why code. Do you
0: like codes? That's out
1: the door.
2: For, until you until you come up with a better name, it's cheat okay. codes. Okay. First cheat code. I'll take rides that are being demolished for 10, Dan. <laughs> well, the first one is multiple choice. So if you don't know it, you could say multiple choice and Dan will then roll out A, B, C, and D and one of those will be the correct answer. The second one we have, we are going to call fast pass. And if you want to fast pass it, that means you're passing this question and going on to the next one. Okay. So if you get to question, say five, and you don't know question five, you could say fast pass and then you go to question six. Now it's not question six. It's still question five. You're skipping it. Then the third and final cheat code, Dan, is called <laughs> park hop. It's See, called. We, we don't need to call it a cheat code when it's a park hop. Option. It's well, it's a park hop, and park hop is where, like I said in the beginning, you have three categories to choose from, right? The park hop option lets you switch categories. Say you get stumped on question six. On a particular category, you could say park hop, and then pick the other category. Yeah, jump categories, okay. Jump categories, and then you could start at question six on that one. Okay. With all that, there'll be ways to win more prizes. Uh, we're going to have it where you win a small prize if you get to a certain point in the in the questions, uh, another prize if you get to another point in the questions. Like if you get to question five, there's another yep. prize you can win. And then if you get all 10 correct at the end, you can win the grand prize of that episode, which is a $25 Disney gift card. So there's definitely some opportunities to win even more prizes and actually a better shot at even winning. Because so far we haven't had anybody win yet with the old rules.
1: I got the people's well, yeah, the old backs. Old, you got the old, what? Yeah, the old rules, I
2: got the people's backs. He He's got the pulse of the people.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: he does. Listen, so, the, with the way you guys are running it before, you should might as well just call it like the Disney gauntlet. Like nobody right. got through it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, before, if, if anybody would have won it, they would have earned it. So also, number two, make sure you guys remember to enter the Disney gift card giveaway on our Instagram. It's super simple to enter. Just go to the, the IG at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle, and you'll see the post with all the entry rules. It's super easy. And then third, we also want to announce that on April 1st, we will be officially launching the, this podcast shows I, Instagram account. So um, we actually have a brand new Instagram account for the show for the for the Disney Underground with a brand new logo courtesy of, uh, of our best owner of the Midwesterner. Dan and it's going to be if you go to Instagram it's going to be at the Disney Underground all one word so you can start following us over there as well and uh, that'll basically be the official not basically, it'll be the official Instagram of the show, which we haven't really put together yet. And uh, let's also, before we get out of here, say thank you to our sponsor, Magical Travel by Brian. As we said before, you guys can book your travel. It's not just Disney. He specializes in Disney, but they also you can also book um, cruises, Universal Orlando Resort vacations, uh, Royal Caribbean, Carnival Cruises, corporate travel, uh, those all-inclusive uh, Caribbean resorts. There's so many other things you could do. They can even help you book your um, – I'm sorry, plan your, your Disney. Disney wedding or destination wedding so definitely hit him up you're gonna be able to find him on his website www.magicaltravelbybrian.com or you can reach him on his phone number 1-800-883-1535 extension 55 or you can even email him and that's brian at magicaltravel.com. and brian is spelled b-r-i-a-n make sure you guys check him out if you're looking to book that disney trip and with that let's um let's say adios to the crew from sunny florida joey
3: yeah um Great show. A lot of fun. Um, It's good to be back. I know it's been a few weeks and uh, looking forward to keep going. Yeah. we got a lot of
2: stuff coming up in the future and the near future and in the the long-term future. So it's going to be fun to build it with you guys, you know? Uh, let's kick it over to sunny Minnesota. My best of are the Midwesterners.
0: It is 60 degrees here. Oh. I'm wearing a bikini right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Come check us out on Instagram, Rock and Roll DW. Come say hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And y'all have a rip roaring day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, oh, go.
2: and then, uh, Joey, real quick before we get in, tell them where to find JSA Creations. Yeah. I'm, uh,
3: been a long day. I <laughs> really, <laughs> I forgot, I really, I you, know, forgot you forgot Damn. to say it. It's okay. Yeah. And it's funny because Stephanie always remembers and I'm like, that I forgot again.
0: <laughs> it's okay. I don't remember. <laughs> Dan always gives me the I, like, don't forget. Oh.
3: The evil Dan I. Okay. Yeah. You can check us out uh, on Instagram, JSA Creations. Um, it's going to be JSA and then Creations, CR, or actually going to be 3D instead of EA. There you check go. us out. We got a lot of cool stuff.
2: Best ears in the business. So uh, with that, guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.